Blog Talk Radio. Kubrick is amazing, weed is amazing, you can do the healing, I'ma make a killing, ancient drug dealing, all through America, oh what a feeling, huh, line them up, jook them, stick them up and whip them, bring it back, selector, might not never see me, God is so clever, rise. Red and blue, the big daddy came 
the class is in session. Report to the chat room, pen and pat a hand. You wanna be there early and beat the caravan. People storm in the gate to get a plate. Them lines packed like the happy land. Either open up with the latest cuts or them rat tools. They're bought by the latest trucks. From 9 to 11, we do it in the dark. Like we used to do it in the park for the most part. From the very second that the show starts, you're witnessing a pose off, think pose off, huh? The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they would do if they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off, they need so long. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. For everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, 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 peace to the family, peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, this is your host for the evening for the Red Pill. Um, soon to be joined by my co-host. Pardon me for the late start. We have uh, some situations that popped up last minute that um, we had to take care of. So we are going to go ahead and launch the show tonight. It will be a shorter show than, um, you know, the family is used to. Uh, first and foremost, I'm um, sending everybody love and light, hoping everybody's joining us tonight, you know, in the best of health and things of that nature. So um, we're going to go ahead and uh, wait for our caller, our guest to call in, and then we're going to go ahead and launch the show. Hi, family. Uh, what I do real quick is just play a quick uh, song. All right, we got Mama Pill in the building tonight with KT the Arts Degree and Brother Minister Inky. So, you know, they're going to be talking about their lecture coming up tomorrow. So, um, let me get into this little quick song real quick. You all appreciate it. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the street. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Spending from school, scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Said tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was bored and other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. And who's thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary. One day, running from the police, that's right. 
mama catch me, put a wolf into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did it, there's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Tell us it was fair No love for my daddy Cause the coward wasn't there He passed away And I didn't cry Cause my anger Wouldn't let me feel For a stranger They say I'm wrong And I'm heartless But all along I was looking for a father He was gone I hung around with the thugs And even though they sold drugs They showed a young brother love I moved out Started really hanging I needed money of my own So I started slanging I ain't guilty Cause even though I sell rocks it feels good putting money in your mailbox I love paying rent when the rent's too I hope you got the diamond necklace that I sent to you Cause when I was low, you was there for me You never left me alone because you cared for me And I can see you coming home after work late You're in the kitchen trying to fix us a hot plate You're just working with the scraps you was given And mama made miracles every Thanksgiving But now the road got rough, you're alone Trying to raise two bad kids on your own And there's no way I can pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it And dear mama Mama, I can always depend on my mama And when it seems that I'm hopeless You say the words that can get me back in focus When I was sick as a little kid To keep me happy, there's no limit to the things you did And all my childhood memories Are full of all the sweet things you did for me And even though I act crazy I gotta thank the Lord that you made me There are no words that can express how I feel You never kept a secret Always stay real, and I appreciate how you raised me, and all the extra love that you gave me. I wish I could take the pain away. If you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. Everything will be alright if you hold on. It's a struggle every day, gotta roll on. And there's no way I could pay you back, but my plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Supreme, you know, featuring Mama Pill, KT, and Inky, 
uh, and that's the title of um, they have a lecture coming up called Love is the Way, and that'll be tomorrow in the uh, greater Atlanta area for the family that's out there in ATL. I will provide the address. Give me a few minutes when we do our announcements. I'll give you the straight rundown about what's going on out there. All right? So um, on this day, Friday the 13th, I hope you're not spooked out, but um, tomorrow, you know, according to the Roman calendar, it is uh, Valentine's Day. Now, you know, I'm not going to get all philosophical on the family, you know what I'm saying, and conspiracy theoretic, but um, we all have heard, you know what I'm saying, the majority of us have heard about the origins, uh, the satanic uh, origins of Valentine's Day, you know, and all of the nefarious uh, mythos that surround, you know what I mean, that bleeding heart, that chocolate heart, and all of these things. But, and that's all fine and dandy, you know, uh, we uh, I've heard that as well. Um, but I do know today and tomorrow, you know, regardless of what it is that you know, we know about decoding it. It does mean something to a lot of people. Now, considering we all live in this reality, this world that um, doesn't necessarily promote, you know, uh, the elevation of one's energy, you know what I'm saying, or the lightening of the heart on a regular basis, you look around. That's not what's promoted all of the time. So this day that they've carved out, you know, this day that they've allocated to be the day where our brothers and sisters or just people around the world can recognize this day as a day of love and a day of reaffirming your love for another person, which leads to the lightening of the heart, which leads to, you know, um, emitting or generating a sort of energy, a sacred kind of energy that is love, you know. And um, for that purpose, you know, this day has its uh, it has its um, credibility, I would like to say. You know what I'm saying? You know, we know the origin of a lot of holidays and a lot of holy days and a lot of um, commercialized Roman Catholic holidays and things of that nature to take place in this commercial entity, you know, but um, we also know that a lot of things have been created. The foundation of a lot of these holy days were created on the backs of some folk tales or some folklore or traditions that we necessarily were carrying out prior to that. And we also know that the intended result of certain holidays, holy days, you know, events and things of that nature, the intended result sometimes that's really the, you know, um, diamond in the rough or rather, you know, that's the payload, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, this day means a lot to certain people. And tonight we want to talk about the, um, the power or rather the, um, importance or the supreme nature of love. So that's why it's entitled the love supreme. All right. And, um, I mean, this day means something special to me. I met someone 
who was very dear to me and um, very special and very instrumental in my life 10 years ago to this day in Las Vegas, and that's the mother of my son, my seven-year-old son, his mother, Lakeisha. You know, it wasn't planned out. It wasn't like it was a blind date. It just happened to land on February 14th. So, you know, that day resonates with me for that reason, you know, and um, I'm sure other people have their uh, stories or they have, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm still waiting for my co-host to call in, Brother KT, and I'm hoping and praying that he does in the allotted amount of time because I don't want to... um, you know, waste anyone's time and um, stay on this line too long. And I certainly open up the chat room tonight. We're just going to rock on the phone if, if, you know, the family doesn't mind. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to do a few announcements, and then we're going to see what's up with our guests for tonight. Okay. Uh, next week, well, rather, as we all know, t- t- tomorrow in Atlanta, for the family that's in Atlanta, Brother KT, the Arch Degree, uh, Minister Inky, and Mama Phil, and that Thomas, they will be doing um, a joint demonstration, all right, on Ralph David Abernathy, I'm going to get the complete address for you in two minutes. And the name of the uh, demonstration is entitled, uh, what is it? Uh, the way, look, hold on, just give me one minute. I don't want to mispronounce anything. Just give me one second. I'm pulling up a flyer as we speak right now. Okay. For the family that's in New York, too, for the All-Star Weekend, was really good. Salute to everybody that came into town. I see on my uh, timeline, both Instagram and Facebook, a few people from, like, the West Coast. My brother, uh, Pat Enzo, a few other people uh, have decided to brave the... uh, that Arctic cold weather that's up here this weekend and come out and celebrate with the family. All right. So salute to everybody that's in town. Uh, I wish it was warmer. You know what I mean? We would definitely be able to meet up with the family in Harlem, you know, outside on two fifth, like we usually do on weekends when we're out there. But, um, I don't know. You know, New York is small. As big as it is, it's still small. So we're going to be in the city tomorrow doing some filming with a few camera, few of the film crews, the media brothers out there. And then uh, chances are we might be uh, into some after-hour celebrations and things of that nature that's taking place, a whole bunch of things are taking place in the city for the weekend. So hopefully we bump into somebody you know, um, and holler at us when you see us. Just let it let it be known. Yeah. And I'm proud to announce that next week 
on Saturday in the city of Philadelphia, the city of your brother, Fred, uh, me, will be doing my demonstration. I'm doing two demonstrations, two lectures, as a matter of fact. And uh, the first one will be at the old York house in Philadelphia. And um, I'll be able to have the address for you on, on that as well in a minute. And we'll be teaching um, a class to the Moors, okay, the Moors brothers and sisters in Philadelphia, salute Islam. And the topic of that going to be we the people, as in the people, as in the community, as in us, versus the unholy, unholy Roman Empire, the Christian Crusader Inquisitors, and all of their subordinates. So what you'll be getting is a mock trial slash lecture, you know, where um, I'm going to be bringing evidence forth to prove beyond speculation and beyond conjecture and beyond a reasonable doubt about the complicit, you know, overt um, war crimes atrocities, genocide, and Holocaust committed in the name of Christ, okay? So I'll I'll break down who Christ is, who he's not. I'll give you the history of the unholy Roman Catholic Church. I will give you the history of the 700 to 800-year Inquisition against the Moors and the Jews of not only the uh, Iberian Peninsula, but also the coast of Africa and also the lands of the Americas, both South, Central, and the islands. Okay, all right. And um, it's going to be interesting. You know, uh, I attribute this lecture to the uh, the clip that Barack Obama put up or the or the incident that involved him on um I believe it was a week ago when he spoke out against the uh Christians at a breakfast and he spoke about the fact that there were a lot of people that were burned at the stake and tortured the same way the ISIS is doing their victims right now. The Christians were known for doing that during the Inquisition and the Crusades, as well as Jim Crow. And a lot of people have something negative to say about that. And the nerve of them during this quote-unquote holy holiday of Black History Month. So what I noticed was that the spin doctors and the um, pundits and the talking heads, they think that the people are ignorant. So they're speaking to them in ignorant tones and they're saying ignorant things to them to speak to their illiteracy of history. So what we're going to do in situations like that is take the lead, you know what I mean, or take that path that that constitutional lawyer by the name of Barack Hussein Obama, the path that he actually gave us, that the no-look alley, you know what I mean, on some All-Star Weekend uh, stuff, you know, that path that he gave us, we're going to take that path and we'll run with it. Now, I'm not saying... I hate having to even say these disclaimers about I'm not promoting his policies. I'm not telling you to go vote for him or, you know, get a tattoo with his name on it. No, I'm just saying that as 
uh, a melanated person sitting in a power of, of a high corporate office, you know, he has ignited a conversation. And when things like that happen, those are called opportunities. And, you know, sometimes they can even be catalysts. So we take advantage of those opportunities and we speak to the people who are familiar with that situation so it's easier to teach them about their history when that's a fresh situation in their head and they might not know the extent of the statement that was made. They might not know the dexterity of what it is that that brother was saying because he really did go in and say something that we really should be listening to. You know, he really... That was that. If you know where he went in and said, keep a huge shot. Okay, so let's go back to the first lecture that I was informing the family about with KT the Arch Degree, Mama Pill, whose name is Annette Thomas, and Minister Inky. All right? So that lecture tomorrow will be taking place at 1 3. Eight six Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard. Okay, that's one three eight six thirteen eighty six Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard. The time is four p.m. until seven p.m. Okay, that's four p.m. to seven p.m. tomorrow. So, please. Do me a favor, if you know it's right, even if you're on a date, you know, that's a great date. That's a great place to take uh, your Valentine's, someone that you love. Take them to get some information that's dealing with love, all right? And the proper uh, title for their demonstration is different. Than what I said. Hold on. I'll, I'll give you the proper title. And then we'll talk about the other lecture that's coming up. Mm-hmm. The Light of Love. L O L. Okay. My bad. The name of it is Light of Love. Okay, the acronym will be LOL. So that's tomorrow, family. Hopefully that's tonight. We get a a, a primer of what's to come, you know. So I'm going to go to my call queue right now see if I have any luck, hopefully, you know. But, um, yes, that's tomorrow. And then also uh, Philadelphia. On um, the same day that I was talking about, that's next Saturday, which will be the 21st, the same day later on in that day, that that powerful day, at 7 p.m., the Nobel Bookstore, which is on Broad and Airy, okay? Shout out to all of the family in Philadelphia. If you're listening to this information in the show, I'm under the pretense that you definitely know what Black Nobel is. That's like the National Black Theater or the Apollo for brothers and sisters in Harlem. Like, that's a staple in the community. Um, Brother Hakeem will be celebrating 
his solar site, uh, you know, his birthday. And as a result of that, I will be doing a demonstration for my series entitled The Evolution Will Be Digitized, mainly because those brothers who own the store, Brother Tyson and Brother Hakeem, went to uh, the CES convention in Las Vegas. That's the Consumer Electronic Showcase. And uh, they made some connections that took them into Silicon Valley. And they came back with um, a plan. And they came back with technology. And they came back with a lot of promises and a lot of ideas and actual, you know, uh, a, a new, just a new blueprint on how to move. And it falls right in line with the lecture that I shared with the family in Boston, the lecture that I'm eager to share with everybody because, you know, it is for everyone. I'm, I'm on this phone speaking to hundreds of people, thousands of people in the download. I have no idea what your skill set and what your lane is and what your artistic, uh, you know, endeavors are. I, I have no idea. I would I would sound like a fool if I try to act like I know what what everybody does and what they bring to the table and the talent that they have. Shout out while I'm on that note. Shout out to all of the brothers that came out last night for the meeting that we had amongst the videographers. Uh, shout out to Turtle Game TGE Films. Check my brother out. Support him. He has some groundbreaking documentaries that he put together. We're going to be premiering those very soon. Uh, my brother, the 19th letter. My brother's from hip-hop. Oh, man. It's a battle rap hip site, uh, hip-hop website for battle rappers. I'm going to give you all the name when I get it. I don't want to give you the wrong name. Um, Shout-out to them. Shout-out to everybody who came through, all right? Um, we, uh, we definitely pleased with... Uh, the team that we're building up right now, we're gonna be doing some very uh well, you know, we just I don't I don't like to talk about a lot of things. We're just gonna work, you know, we're just gonna be working. So look forward, you know, to that. But for Black and Nobel next Saturday, the brothers are changing the they have a bookstore, a very large bookstore that expanded due to the support of the public. The next phase that they're going to be introducing to the family in Philadelphia is a workspace. Workspaces are um, a new concept that you're seeing pop up all around America um, between the tech and inside of the tech sectors. So, you know, is biotech, you know, wearable tech, whatever tech you could think of. They have these workspaces where they'll rent out a, a space. So instead of me going to get a nine-to-five job where I'm, you know, trying to get hired and I'm, I'm, I'm giving up my resume and I want to be down and I want to be a part of the corporation, well, to flip to a workspace, how it works is I'll go and rent a desk inside of that workspace where there are other people, other entrepreneurs who are renting desks in that same space and they have access to a lot of different things. I, I, welcome, I welcome you to Google it. Go ahead and Google workspace. What is a workspace? And they have Mac computers. They have 3D printers. 
They have lawyers available. They have mentors available, people who understand, you know, um, different uh, fields and things of that nature. Cons- um, they're giving you consultation. So our brothers in Philadelphia are making a move in a direction that I feel its time has come. So they're going to convert this spot into a workspace. They're going to be teaching a plethora of skills and things of that nature. And I'm going to inaugurate that um, endeavor. And the brothers have a tech conference that's coming up. So we're going to do a primer inside of Black and Nobel's from 7 p.m. And it's until, you know what I mean? Because after we finish, we're going to celebrate because it's my brother, Hakeem, who is the CEO. It's his birthday. And it's only right that we celebrate our birthdays as well as when we celebrate when we leave this planet. You know what I'm saying? We have to celebrate a little bit more. And, you know, Philly turns it up. The brothers is into their music. they into the drums. You know, they like having fun. You know, they speak my language. So we're going to enjoy ourselves out there. I invite the family to come out, tell a friend. If you've if you got friends in Philly or the uh, surrounding areas, let them know that the family is going to be there. And, you know, let them know about earlier in the day as well, the demonstration that we'll be doing at the old York house. Okay, you could just put that in old York House. It's on York Road. And um that's with the Morris that's a Morris group. That's from ten no, that's from noon, twelve noon to four PM. All right? And I think each each one is ten notes and I'm going to try my best to provide live streaming. You'll know about that by next week. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead of myself. We're still working on it because, as you know, with the live stream, your signal needs to be official or you're going to look crazy. So as I wait for my guests, I would uh, offer the family, if they wanted to call in with, you know, any questions, comments, and concerns about anything, that at this time we could do that as I wait because it's not. You know, I'm not sure how long we'll be on this line. Yeah, so, oh, it's Sunday in New York City. Uh, King Simon is bringing Irritated Genie to, uh, is it Nicholas or National Black? Might be the National Black. Let me just double check. But that's um that's tomorrow. You know, no, that's Sunday in New York City for the New York family. You know, before you go to this, watch that All Star game. You go see our brother, irritated genie, lay it down. You know, he's coming to bring that that militant uh, um, black pride. You know what I'm saying? The brother's into the black pride. So his lecture is going to be talking about the poltergeist, okay, the boob tube, maybe even the computer as well. But um, he's going to be doing that series about the poltergeist. So I look forward to hearing what information that he brings to the table because the brother's definitely, um, he's a great researcher. He's a very great, uh, very, very passionate orator. You know what I'm saying? I see. I, I've seen him in uh, in person. It's 
I know he picks up, he catches that ghost. And then the 28th in February, the last weekend of the month, in Tampa, Florida, for the Florida family, Orlando, you know, MIA, uh, Jacksonville, all of that, that whole strip is um, the Warriors Conference. And we are, we've been booked for that as well. And the Warrior Conference, you know, I don't even know. I don't even have to tell you about that right there. That is going to be powerful. The one in Atlanta was powerful. Um, it was full of energy, you know what I'm saying, full of, full of energy. Uh, well, whenever we come together, you know, it's full of energy, you know what I'm saying, because we're just energetic, magnetic beings. And um, I'm going to go ahead and make that trip and, uh, and network and build with the brothers. You know what I'm saying? I got some information that I definitely want to share dealing with economics, you know what I'm saying, and just dealing with some workable ideas, you know. And I just hope that the family out there is uh, is, is showing up to do some work, you know what I'm saying, because that's definitely what's out there. So let me see. Let me pull up this flyer for the genie. And then the 21st, no, the 22nd in New York City at the National Black Theater is our brother Cesariot, Captain Cesariot from the ISUPK. He's going to be doing a demonstration at the National Black Theater. We might get him on before they do the demonstration to line that up because I would love to hear what it is. I, I just love the topic that was was good for our people, integration or segregation, you know, and who and what killed Mike Brown. Was it integration or segregation? So, you know, that is going to be very interesting. And then in Las Vegas at the same time, the same date, the twenty second, of course, you got your brother AA, you know what I mean? The AA, the Kabbalah God, he's gonna be doing his one two thing out in um, Las Vegas. So for the family lamb on the West Coast, check our brother out, AA, on the 22nd of February, Vegas, doing what it do, you know what I'm saying? Waking up that energy. Okay, yeah, the Irritated Genie, the entertainment industry fighting the poltergeist, reloaded Sunday, the 15th. That right there. And um, call King Simon 347 Four nine six one zero two two three four seven four nine six one zero two two. If you need any information on that one right there, but um, that's going to be Sunday. I believe doors open up at youth for the youth is free zero to seventeen, and it's ten dollars for teens, eighteen and nineteen years old, or I think thirteen and nineteen year old. No, 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 no. 18 to 19, and the youth are free. The youth are considered 0 to 17. So, you know, this is for them. I believe it starts at 1 o'clock, and it'll be over by the time the, uh, that game starts because we know how people are black basketball. You know, I'm not judging you. But, um, yeah, definitely spread the word, please. All right, let me go back to my call queue. 
and see what the prognosis is. I would hate to dip out on your family, but, um, you know, blue is under the weather. It ain't feeling good. It's just me up in here. And this show, although it may be short, is sponsored by Kings County, that big cartel. Shout out to everybody who has supported, you know, definitely um, owe you guys a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you've helped me. You helped keep me busy. You helped add some purpose to what I'm doing. And you helped me realize that what it is that I'm doing with these clothes, you know, is um, it, it just means something. It, it's bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? It's something that I need to focus on and completely and really refine and, and continue to push. And then, you know, one day I'll be able to hire a whole bunch of us and we take this thing where it needs to go. But I'm going to go ahead and open up a caller's line, if you don't mind. All right, we got somebody calling in from the 209. I don't even know what error code that is. We're about to find out. All right, so let me go ahead and open up this line and see what's good with the fam. Uh, Let's see. I'll be right with you in a minute. Caller from the 209. We just got this. Okay. All right, one second, one second. Okay, okay. A few more seconds. It'll be good. Call us on the 209. Are you with us? Okay. Circle is still spinning. Boy, I'm glad this retrograde is, like, over from what I've heard. Because this one right here was a doozy. You know what I mean? If anybody lost their phone or broke their... My laptop died the first week of that, you know? And uh, it's just been... It's, it's, it's been challenging. That's the best word to say. But it's cool, you know? Retrogrades teach you how to surf. You know what I'm saying? Through choppy waters. You know, it's a challenge, but it's nothing that you can't necessarily come. But uh, it was definitely, you know, it was it was definitely a challenge. All kind of things was going on, tech, um, you know, techie-wise. Call it from the 323-378. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Hey, peace, Red. It's Wally. Call it from downtown L.A. again. 
Hey, what's good, brother, man? I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. You know, there you um, go. I, I called in Tuesday, and I was talking about the debate, man, and I, I just had a couple of questions. Uh, for, uh, not okay. necessarily about the debate, but a question, something that I thought that maybe you and, and Bluefield might be able to, I mean, you guys have the platform to be able to put some of these um, some of these scholars together, you know? Because when I was at the equation mm-hmm. lecture, he told me he told me that that these white folks, you know, they plan about a thousand years ahead, and they have a they have a think tank and a they 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 have they they come together and and put their best minds together, and I was just you know wanted to put that put that out there, you know, for you guys because I think that you know the fact that everybody's coming together now with the lectures and everything like that, I mean, you guys got the credibility and you guys are always biased to the point where I think if anybody would be able to put together some kind of, I mean, I think it would be beautiful because I went to Savior's Day like in 2007 and just the energy of all those Muslims coming together and taking over the convention center, it was, it was just something. And I I think that, uh, I mean, do it in a nice city, you know, and everybody just get together and just, just, you know, dress up nice and have some, have lectures. And every like in every hall, they had like different uh, workshops, and you know, I think that would be something you know worthwhile. I just thought, thought I'd put that out Peace, there, brother, and get your opinion. I'm sorry, my line had my line dropped for like a minute, so if you could just repeat that because I didn't hear everything that you were saying, I apologize. Okay, yeah, I was just saying uh, that uh, putting together a, a workshop. Uh, not necessarily a workshop, mm-hmm. but a think tank of a lot of conscious brothers, like the, the, the community. And I and and I was just because uh, I went to the once I went to that lecture the other day, they were telling me, "Did you where, where did where did I cut out at?" Because <laughs> I, I was talking for a minute. Uh, I heard you say Azra Quazi when you mentioned going to the Quazi lecture. Then it cut. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because he was talking about a think tank that uh, white folks have where they that get like their best minds together and, and, and plan out the next thousand years of, of you know, how they going to, how they go move. And yes, they do that. I, I, I just, I just wanted to, okay. Yeah. I, I just wanted to uh, present the, the idea to you and blue pill about knowing yes. that you guys have the, the platform. Yes. yes. You know Definitely. what I mean? Yeah. Um, on the table right now, right? Right. One is, um, yeah, one is called Hawks, which is uh, a tour that we're we're putting together. That um, Hawks is an acronym for Health and Wealth, Knowledge Itself. Okay. And um, yeah, what that will do is that will um, bring three categories together: health. Right, which is, in my humble opinion, the most. You know, when you put it on the on the on the food chain, that would be the most important element of our survival. Because if we're not healthy, if we're in bad health, we can have land, good ideas, and everything. But if health is a major issue, right? Right. That's something that we should be able to, you know, at least 
not even, I don't even want to say address like we all have problems. I just, I would say enlighten and inform the family about certain um, truths that exist that we may be, you know, oblivious to. And we finding out about it when it's too late or we find out about it and we don't even give it as much um attention or, you know, credibility that it deserves. So health right. and then wealth, which is the number one question out of, you know, there's nationality. I, I always get that. But wealth is coming up. And I'm not talking about money. So everybody's like, yo, how, did, how can we get the economics? We need economics. Well, we do need economics and we do need money. You know what I mean? Like fiat. We do, you know, it's going to take money to build this thing. And I always share with the people, like, a lot of things are being done on shoestring budgets, which is fly. Like, when you tell us, when, we, when, when we're able to tell the story later on down the line, it's going to be cute. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I was doing this with, not, with this much. Right. But, in order to see anything grow and up, you know, and, and upgrade itself, there's going to have to be a collective uh, financial plan that's dealing with money. But I'm talking about wealth, which is something completely different. Right. Something completely different. And when we share the mind state of, you know, wealth creation and wealth, what wealth really is and how we're going to creatively create wealth amongst our circle, amongst our network, and our, and we and we industrialize everything that we're doing, meaning that we create industries out of what we do normally. But what, our culture is not, we don't own the industry of our culture. We don't right. own the industry of our clothing. We don't own the industry of our food. We don't own the industry of our entertainment. We participate in it because it would not it wouldn't exist if we didn't. Let's just get that clear. It would not exist. There's industries for us that exist because we're there, but we have no ownership to it. So now we have carved out what is known as a niche market, right? We have to mm-hmm. own those industries because I'm trying to tell you, if some of these Negroes that got the, the finances and they think that this is the new commercialized fly thing to do, they're gonna they're gonna create their Hershey's or Coca-Cola version of consciousness because they have the finances to do that. Right. I already see it, and they're gonna own the industries yep. the same I way that the that. sisters did, huh? No, I was watching um, what is that show? The, the uh, it's a gossip show that comes on Fox. I, I I don't I was at the gym. That's the only reason I don't even watch TV. But it was mm-hmm. dude had on one of those uh, he had on one of the pyramid shirts. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of it's, it's catching on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they ran with that. So speaking of health, house blue. Anybody got the sniffles or something? You got you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that he ate. At uh at that lecture, you know, oh, what I mean? okay. had him had him bent up, but he's good though. You know, he got his water and his gold and other things, and he also said that this is his detox time anyway. You know, okay. So that's his body. Yeah, his body's just detoxing, pushing stuff out. But yeah, um, you, you know, huh? I say sometimes you got to do that. Yes, yes, indeed. You know, so the wealth 
portion is basically is going to deal with, you know, because everybody wants the money. You know, we're going to definitely touch on that. But what about network? What about what about network economics or network economy? What about the fact that I can identify I can identify millions of people? Nick, they don't want me to print out the Facebook friendship uh, French uh, list and whatnot. It's it's a lot of people. When you add up the views on these videos, it's going into the millions. So people who can identify wealth know that wealth is in numbers. They know that your network is your net worth. They know that this new economy, this digital economy, is it's a numbers game. It's nothing else. It, I mean, this shit is so simple once you figure it out. It's all about the numbers. So it would benefit us collectively rather than individually because when you see a lot of the people, you know, arguing online and debasing each other, bashing each other, it's usually an individual uh, uh, um, disagreement that spawns out of control into the collective. Now it's collectively disagreeable. But what they don't realize that they're doing is they're destroying networks. They're, they're breaking up networks, thus creating more lack. They came into this with lack, and now they're creating more lack because the the power of this new economy, I don't know what, what people have been doing, but the power and the strength of the new economy, the same people that we're calling all kind of derogatory terms and names and things of that nature, they figured it out and they're running with it. So, hey, I, I got I got another I got I got one more question for you. Yes. What if if um, I'm working the Academy Awards? Uh, I'm doing security up there. I'm security supervisor. I, I, I'm, I'm they're setting it up now, and. I want to know, do you know anything about, like, what? Because I know it's about to be some kind of ritual. Usually it's some kind of ritual. You know what I mean? So do you have any info on, like, uh, a breakdown? I want to know what, um, where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? And and that's the question. I, I, I think it would be, I think it would be dope. Sorry, like, you say, Pete. Yeah. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm working up. I'm going, I'm on my way to the Academy Awards right now. They're setting up. So I'm gonna be working there, and I just want to oh. know, like, do you, do you do you have any info yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind I'll of, put you on the phone with KT. I'll put okay. you on the phone with KT about that. You know, I'm waiting for him to call in now, and um, as soon as I get the brother, I definitely, if he wants to build with you, either on or off air, you know. We'll share that with you. You know, but that's a good mm-hmm. look. Yeah, that'd you know? be dope, man. So, yeah, cool. you know, my thing is, this. I need, I'm looking for the right state. Because I don't, I, you know, I think somewhere out of town should host that um, conference where everybody comes together. And this is not the Hawks Initiative. This is more so the, um, the conference, you right. know, the singularity or similarity contest where we come and sit at the table and talk about what we got in common. You know, right, right. That we, we've been familiarized with what we don't have in common for years. So yeah. we need to, we need to come up with something. I mean, granted, you know, there's a lot of people out here that on that vibration and frequencies and whatnot. But I always like when, you know, we get off of this grid and we go amongst the family in the country, 
in, in, in new places with that new energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, a great place to do it at. Great, great place. Uh, you know, my friend is tropical. You know what I'm saying? That whole, you know, it's, it is that. Oh, that that's they, they have parts of Africa there. Well, your your phone is going out. I, I, I your phone is kind of going in and oh. out a little bit. You, you said um, like, what? Where? I was saying Atlanta or Miami. You know. Yeah, mostly a lot, a lot of people in Atlanta already. That's what I'm saying. And yep. Atlanta, the advantage of Atlanta is we could do a in Atlanta on a Sunday, and on a Monday we could own a store. A brick and mortar. Uh huh. That's, That's not what as I'm easy talking about, to man. do in New York City. That's not as easy to do in New York City because this is the most overpriced. This this is the Empire State. Like this is ridiculous. Rent in New York City. Right. Yeah. Hello. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm back. Hello? Oh, the brother's line dropped down. All right, let me go to this next caller. Pardon me, the phone dropped again. It's just one of those, you know how that be. Uh, caller from the 2 and 3, I see you. Caller from the Aces 4, you're next. Peace, peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Caller from the 2 and 3. Is that L.A.? Yo, me, you all on the line, sir? Bumbara, Wagwan. Yo, me there, man. Me there, man. Me just trying to see what's going on with the people out there. Mood of kinks. Speak to the family and nation. You don't know what's going on, man. Yes, I. You care to share with the family, the brother who preceded you on the call, he made an interesting question up about, um, you know, is it possible if, you know, we were to do, like, a conference or something to bring the people together, the teachers, rather, you know what I'm saying, on, a, uh, you know, with, with the the premise being solution-based or, you know what I'm saying, just basically coming together to make some moves collectively. How do you think, how do you feel about that? You feel, you know, because timing is everything, so do you feel like that's no, the right time? I, 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 I heard what y'all was saying. I thought it, it was a, it was a, a a wonderful idea. Um, like I said, down in um, Orlando, I can get a spot in the Magic City where we can um, work some magic down there and um, bring the people together. I can get one of the universities. I got students down there, and I can get spotted okay. one of the universities if people want to um, come down there and work around the magic that they got in. Working over there in the Magic City is um, is possible. And flowers. Mm-hmm. And we get together and we do um, the whole think tank phenomenon, where the thing is to come out with solutions. And I think that would be the perfect um, place 
for everybody to present their proposals that we were talking about about a month ago, a few weeks ago. We were saying that people should come with something written so it's not just off-the-cuff arguments so that people could have a a prospectus um, actually submitted, you know, at the end of the workshop to the council or whatever. And then they can we can partition off maybe into different rooms for different venues based on whatever concept people feel they want to work on, be it um, around the acronym of HAWK that y'all developed or, or putting out there or a different um, um, nomenclature we use to identify the um, focus groups for the overall meeting. And we have a general meeting and then branch off into different focus groups and then come back to a general meeting and submit um, some type of written perspectives to the um, board of governors of the meeting, and we try and unify that into some type of solution. And then we come back again, you know, with the proposals that made the weight, and we have some type of voting situation or assembly and start implementing those things and use those yes. as standards and use those as standards and, and grounding within this community that we can present to the um, to the rest of the world. Because what I've noticed is when I talk to people outside of our community, they see us mm -hmm. argumentative amongst each other, and they sum us up, oh, that's that black shit. You're talking that black shit. Mm -hmm. and that's, oh, that's just a bunch of niggas arguing. And we really have to get together and formulize something that's, that's, that's unified and have some type of structure to it where people can present their differences and their arguments in a um, formal in a formal method. And then we can have okay. more substance when we present what we have because there's a whole process that people are going through that the rest of the world can actually respect. It has a an integrity to it, academic quality, a semblance of um, some sort of respect amongst each other that we've established a custom for accepting and disseminating and evaluating information as relevant and not sort of leaving it up to what emotions within the family and nations you can sway to your side in um, a debate platform or medium where you're focused on the um, the personality of the debater as opposed to unity around the information that's being presented. Indeed. So, yeah, um, I think, I think, um, it, it's really possible, and I'd like to be a part. You know, people, I know yeah. a lot of people out there is like, yo, he always got a lot of ideas why he don't want to do anything is because I've done a lot just so the family and nations know I've taught in the inner city for 12 years, I went into the system. I was successful, but I was an individual, and it was exhausting. And so to get out there again and just do everything by yourself, it makes you old fast, man, and it um and I, and I, I, it drains your energy. You get what I'm saying? So it's not like I haven't done or implemented any of the things that I talk about. I've I've done that and been successful, but it was individualistic and I'm trying to break that that sort of energy and really delve into the people and I want to bring these ideas to the people and outside of the um, 
platform I used to work in, the medium I used to use to communicate, and come into this with, um, you know, like the deal. I share your sentiments. AA and yeah, I, I see. Yeah, yeah, I share your sentiments in that aspect that I know that um, you know, the the depth of what it is that we're going up against. You know, people talk about going against the grain. This is a grain. This is a big-ass grain right here, family. And um, many of us have went through training as, 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 you know, light workers or, you know, frontliners and whatnot. We went through the training regimen of carrying the weight of this thing on our shoulders individually. And like the brother said, it will age you very quick. It will put years on you. You know what I'm saying? It will definitely wear you down. The the passion one has in his heart, you know, for his people and for what it is that he does to see his creations or his ideas come to life, that is one of the fuels that you 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 go off of. But people could burn out because this is this is extremely strenuous. When I talk about strenuous, I mean mentally. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, it has it has this you know it it it, it wears you down. Now, when the collective is a, is allowed to participate, and when the collective, you know, who we all are special in our own way, we all have reincarnated with powers to you know lend to the ultimate to the overall campaigns that we are you know what I mean that we are involved in. When the collective and that's why shows like this, the information, it's all about being able to wake up every single individual to their highest self and who they are. So they could so they could continue on their path. But we need a situation like you were saying, like a lot of people are bringing up, that we need to come together collectively and sit down and be very honest with each other. You know what I'm saying? And be very honest with ourselves about what it is that we bring to the table versus what we don't. So people can find their positions and, and, and have, you know, and feel comfortable and feel welcome playing it. Nobody has to fight for their position. Nobody has to debo their way in. Nobody has to try to, you know, sit in the chair that, that wasn't cut for them. Everybody will fit in their, in their lane, in their position. And as you grow and as you evolve into other positions and lanes and chairs, so be it. You know, that's how it works. You know, that's how that that thing works. What baffled me and what discouraged me on some occasions, and I always still ask this question until I'm presented with the answer. Now, you know, why don't they show more more, uh, passion I don't, you know, not to say that it doesn't exist. I'm not saying that. See that actualized. Oh, well, uh, under that banner, like we've, I've met. A long time ago, this white lady told me this. She said, why are you complaining? 
we were talking honestly. She just straight told me, she said, why are you complaining? She said, you're antithetical to everything the system stands about. So, of course, you're not going to have it put. You're not going to, you're not a Christian. You don't believe in the standards that are being set by the the, the average um, person in this society. So, of course, you're going to have it hard. Your life is going to be mm-hmm. hard. And she said, why are you complaining? And I went into yeah. that and I met her on that. So I said, you see, our problem is a lot of people don't realize that fact. And so what we're trying to do is change that dynamic. We're trying to change the dynamic of the group matrix. And that's why we went into the group, because as individuals, we realize, of course, we're going to have it hard because we can't affect the group matrix and change the, the, the way the group is functioning so that we're not alone and going against the grain. We're, kind of, we're with the grain. We've changed the grain um, to play with the metaphor or whatnot. And, um, and that's the, 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 the whole intent of us focusing on the community and the family and nation so much and trying to find a point of unity and bring people together is is, is to con- combat that dynamic because, um, like I said before, no one wants to end up like Malcolm and um, Huey and uh, Martin and um, Kali and Jeffries and, the, and, you, and Steve Coakley and the rest of them. And we love all these people. And Amos, overweight in a abandoned building down there with no love and all the stuff he did for the community. And we've seen so many people die in isolation like that and celebrated in some necromantic fashion, some necromancy. Um, Fact. That's, that's insane. That's just crazy, and so we're trying to wake the people up and infuse all of them and, and, and have a point to where there's no reason to celebrate a person like Bully Clean in life or death because that knowledge is, is the average thinking in our community, and that's our goal in this. And I don't think the people have um, centered around that point is more focusing and developing individual personalities around Logia um, that's coming into the community and, and building these, these cult figures of personality to achieve wealth and status and re, uh, replay out the dynamics of a narrative within the conscious community. And I think we're focused on expanding if the narrative to to a, a, a collective experience that changes the, the threshold of how we perceive and disseminate information. You you, you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, that's that's where we're at. And um, the community needs to realize that and sort of get away from the cult of personality and get more into actually trying to change the the overall direction to where if you're not on this, you're corny. It, it's that simple because that's how I feel. I know people, um, you know, that's in the the regular society, what they call them, the, um, you, the, the, the Internet and the YouTubes or whatever, the world star people, 
you know, the people that stimulated, you know, into the Android meme and that's how they respond, they feel like I'm not popping, so I'm corny to them. You understand me? I, yeah. I, I go and communicate with people, and I get that impression. I don't dress the way they dress. I don't communicate the way they communicate. I'm not on. I don't have an Android meme, so you can't contact me in no in no meme fashion at all. And um, mm-hmm. I'm corny to them, and that's what's popping right now. You know what I mean? And I wanted to flip. No, you corny to me. Like if you're just not aware of self, that 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 needs to be the mainstream thing, and that's what we need to focus on as we build this sort of unity around the community and come into our think tanks. It's not about building cults of personality. You understand me? And a lot of the the groups, and it's no offense to any of the groups, you know, they the focus on the profit and that word profit. That's a cult of personality. And it kind of defeats the actual logic, intelligence, and um, information. The Moors are have developed and evolved because they keep forcing the code of personality on the people, and the people ain't with that. And the same with the Hebrew Israelites. The same with um, the light in the new covenant, picking up on the new covenant of Jesus energy and carrying the Jesus narrative into manifestation of his self and energy. Like, focusing on these things continues to, oh, man, prevent us from unifying around information as we are conflicting over personalities we feel are more expressive of our ideal ideal self rather than mm-hmm. actual unity that's, that's sort of getting rid of anybody's ability to come in and create another Father Divine or any of these cults of personality we've already dealt with, if you get what I'm saying. I think I do. Yeah, and it's... it's um, I'm trying to develop us into um, a form. But I understand the logic that these people operate in, and I, I've got a Logo Sapiens 2 prepared for you also where I'm going to really expound upon that build and take people from the first dot all the way up to the um, the 64 matrix um, of the isotropic um, tetrahedron, and explain this with actual tangible references um, through every religion, every form of logic, um, the science of the circle, the Zephyroth with nine, the complete Zephyroth with 13, the fundamental elements, the structure of language, the creation of matter and thoughts, and uh, just so I can get the people into such a solidified form of thinking that it defeats all these cults of personality because they're going to have the keys to all the information that will make anybody seem special. And now we can just get back to working out our thinking and and, and our, our, our plot. We can get into a 50-year program and not worry about um, mm-hmm. But this cat's going on World Star, or how much money this cat has accumulated worth 
and the fact you don't have money or if Egypt is more important than, you know, Arabia or or Sub-Saharan Africa and all these other crazy things that we, we get into that I think are distractive to our form of reasoning. And once the people can really reason, a lot of that will go away because you won't be able to do them anymore. You just won't be able to do it. It's, it'll be impossible because they'll, they'll know how to progress through the steps of logic so much so that when we sit down and we get to actually develop information, it'll all be logically sound. The sentences will be constructed correctly. The thought will be balanced and proportioned around the form of logic we're attempting to, to ground it in, and we can communicate where we won't be subject to um, argumentation and we can just process information because I'm tired of the cult of personality. And that's why I said I want to debate cash. Like, I really do now just because what I'm going to debate them on is basically destroying the cult of personality that's centered around them and, and, and teach the people how to think the entire debate. That is my entire objective, not even to draw attention to myself but focus on the deliverance, the language structure, and the logic and presentation and metaphoric construction of the narrative that's being presented before them. And then in that way, I can stay consistent with teaching them how to think about any narration that anybody's going to put before you, whether it's in the form of a historical display, a religious or theological concept, uh, um, eschatological concept, or we're dealing with dark magic. Um, I'm going to just reveal the structure of that narrative and teach the people actually how to think. So now when we go into the information, we'll be focused um, as a group of, as a think tank. Because when you get a think tank together, there might be from different nationalities, multiplicity of um, races and religious denomination, but when they get in there to focus mm -hmm. on what the so-called Eurasian got to do, all that go out the door. Yeah, and they find a medium of unity to get their plan lined up, and the few people within whatever they want to do, they want to warn and tell them what's going down, they go into their little lodges and they tell them, and the rest of the people, sacrificial lamb. You know that. So we need to get to that ability to really sharpen our skills of thinking and put those papers on the table and edit them and get them right and um, present that information to the people and hold fast and hold fast to it. No doubt. Yeah, definitely, man. definitely. Because yeah. even now in that I'm... too, we need to come up with a program um, for the courts a script for the courts, and I think in every community where there's conscious people, there needs, that might be something that will help the people unify around. Well, like one brother shouldn't be going to child support court by himself. He shouldn't go to any court case by himself. And we should come up with some mm -hmm. type of format and standard, just like those patriot people did, that's in our community, that's documented, is not hidden in somebody's mosque, somebody's um, grand lodge or somebody's apartment. It's available to all our people because the information people. that can save us. 
and, and get this stress off of us and get us able to move around more freely. And we can't hold information hostage. Indeed. Let me go to um, the family. We just can't do that, family. Free up. I'm sorry, man. Let me go to another caller because I do. We do have some hands. And I want to get to these callers before we get out of here. Um, we have a caller from the AC four zero. Peace and welcome to Nova Ledge. Hotel Pool. Hotel. Hotel. How y'all doing? How you doing, brother? All is well, brother. How are you? Um, Everything good, is well. Everything is well. No Everything doubt. is well. Um, I just wanted to kind of chime in on. I was kind of like listening to the whole past hour of everybody kind of like chiming in. I'm going to see if I can kind of sum up, you know, the problem and what I feel like what is going on, even stemming from the debate. And, um, you know, even when we look at Brother Sarnetta, he definitely is doing his thing with it. Uh, I didn't know Brother Sarnetta made 80000 Uh and that was a That was a big event for the conscious community uh, as it relates to their the energy moving somewhere uh but the first thing even as the last brother was talking about the importance of establishing within court one thing we have to do within this court is uh, establish ourselves outside of the system i think i heard polite break it down one time he was talking about the importance of this language not even being meant for us or how it basically goes against us uh, so even yeah. going back to our language or going back to our communication, and even when we talk about language or written documented documented language, there's no group of people that have documented, cataloged at such a high level as our ancestors did in ancient Kemet. And you know, I, I you know a lot of people might say we have. Uh, you know, cities that were here before, a lot of people say, well, oh, the old mix and the Mayans, they build pyramids as well. That's definitely right. But what we're seeing inside Kemet is the unification of the African. And that's what's going on right now with the African is that we have too much set within our situation, too much of the ego. That's the same thing that will kill any energy uh, that is supposed to be productive. Mm-hmm. For, for themselves or for the collective is their ego. And that's what I see a lot of times, whether it be in a debate, whether it be in even certain um, teachers, because we've had countless amounts of teachers that have come. And like the brother said, you know, there's been nobody to help. There's been no committee, no, uh, no, nobody standing up saying or urging, hey, let's go help these people. You know, so that is questionable when we look at, you know, the things that we are going to need to establish within ourselves in order to unify as the 42 nations did inside Kemet. Because what they did, they had their different deities, but they were able to make them all work, brother. Do we not? That's yeah. why we can never, we would never make it because we want to pick up on all types of indoctrination that are foreign to our success. We pick up on everything that is foreign to our success. We pick up on European indoctrination. We pick on we pick up on indoctrination from we try to uh show how uh Africa Africa is in Christianity. I'm like, fuck all that shit. We need to strip ourselves from the Willie Lynch thing. 
and really get back to ourselves and educate ourselves. And then I think definitely when we come to the table, we can come to the table with more solid solutions, more things that are going to work. Because we've had uh, roundtable discussions before. We've had it countless amounts of times. What is going to make it better this time? I think it's, it should be because everybody that's coming to the table should have a, a higher sense of law within themselves where they are eating properly, where they are conducting themselves in the right manner by their families and doing the just thing and not just out here being hypocrites, you know, just to just to try to make some money and then you're doing shit behind closed doors. I think it's about being upright. And um, that, that comes with the spirituality. That's why our ancestors really catalog. When we talk about Ampu, Ampu is who we need to call on. When we're talking about uh, administering or bringing back our great African magic that worked better for us, not work for the European, but we need African magic that works for us, that is going to be working mm-hmm. and that's going to be successful for us. A lot of people say they practice it now. How is it working for us? I'm not seeing it. Brother Dawood broke that down one time. He was like, well, what, what, is, what, is, what are we doing? If we're not still, if we're still in the same situation as Dr. Claude Anderson says, we, we were in on the evils uh, of the Civil War when we were in slavery. So I, I'm, I'm thinking whatever uh, uh, solutions we, we, we want to pick up on is going to have a lot to do with what our ancestors did inside the unification inside Kemet. And as that relates to the debate and why so many Africans hate on Kemet. And if you hate on Kemet, that's like hating on your great-grandma. You understand? That's like hate. That's like, I mean, we cutting out, we severing our ties. We kind of, we still removing ourselves from even being able to look at the awesomeness of of our ancestors, of our great ancestors, because we want to stop at Jesus. We want to stop it at this. We want to say this. Man, fuck that shit. It's all about the stuff that our ancestors did. And by us still uplifting Jesus, by us still uplifting these things that definitely damned our ancestors, I, I, we never going to make it anywhere. So uh, I don't, I don't want to go on, but I, from, what I, from what I heard, uh, I, I think that, that, was, uh, that was what I was listening to. Uh, so, so just to add my, little, my, my two cents in, in, in on the subject, but my question to the whole family is, what, what other civilization would we have to study to say, well, this is how Africans work together and, and, and make some stuff manifest? What other civilization that we have that are evident that, you know, this is what, it, what it's going to take for us to, to build? Uh, can I, can I, I don't want to be antagonistic, but, um, that, the problem is, um, is, let's take, let's take, I said, uh, um, Asar and Horace, and, um, let's make them, um, the epic for the commission. Let's sum them up and say that's the epic. The fundamental epic. The story that started it all, right? And then that gave the story that 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 led over to the Iliad and the Odyssey. 
basically, kinda, kinda. basically Apollo and 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 Ulysses is is based on the travel of 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 Horus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then those stories give way to the Jewish epic, which is found in the Tanakh. Then that epic gives way to the Christian epic, which begins with the war in heaven with the angels and then culminates in the prophesied resurrection. Then that epic changes into the Quran and the Muslim epic and sort of adds an addendum to that epic. Then that epic becomes condensed into what's called the divine comedy, which is a Christian-based poem by Dante, but is infused with Muslim um, eschatology. Then that story is trumped by Paradise Lost, which becomes the final Christian epic, which develops the modern sense of self, the modern soul, which is not consistent with any of those prior epics that I talked about. And the epic produces the people. So after they drop Paradise Lost, that produced a whole nother sense, and no epic was written after that. The next epics, the next thing that came out after that was the novel, and people started writing novels. And the novel culminated when they wrote Finnegan's Wake. And then the epic for the 20th century became Star Wars, was the first epic they produced and is the epic they still running with, which is a digital epic. Now, the reason I'm saying all this is because the self of the people and the culture is ran by the epic story that controls them. The Moors never produced the epic. This is true. We never produced an epic. Um, people are trying to tell you the Arabian Nights, but that comes from the the book of 1001 Nights, which is a Persian epic, and it solidifies the Persian Empire. Now, um, we as black people or Moors or melanated peoples in the diaspora or Kamishan peoples, you know, Yaman, whatever you out there, the family nations identifying yourself as. I ain't trying to offend anybody. There is no epic modern to unify you around. So what everyone is doing is trying to go back into the past and recast one of the past epics into a modern sense. And um, this is why you're decoding the movies such as Star Wars and all these other things based on past epics because there is no epic for this age, and that's why we can't achieve no unity. And this is the problem because of the digital world. So to find unity, we have to realize that the concept of identifying a culture unified by a narrative story is dead. This is why I keep trying to tell people that's dead. It's over with. There's a new thing popping out. There's a new form of unifying the human mind. It's no longer unified by that shit anymore. And the more we keep trying to press that, 
we're going to fall behind the, the, the new intelligence that's being developed on this earth. The actual DNA is being changed by the computer. And this is real talk. So we, we have to realize this. And that's not to say we cast away those ancient things. We have to put them in their place and understand how they serve those people and their present so that we can act and respond to our present that we're in, healthy and with um, uh, authenticity. And, and that's the problem. That's and the see, whole and, problem. And see, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. But one thing that Professor James Smalls uh, definitely a fact that he proved, the future never will exist. The past, I mean, the present will always be incomplete. The past is the only thing that is complete. So when we're talking about lessons, and just like how I explained it to my mother, in order to sit down here and have a conversation where we can dialogue intellectually, we even had to basically be miseducated or educated through a system of the European way. So my thing is this system was set up off a structure where we now navigate and we utilize the, the, the dollar. And I think I heard Brother Rich ask uh, one of the comedic brothers uh, up in Harlem this question. But he was like, well, why is everything from Kemet so important? Or even like what you're saying, those our epic stories that everybody else stole. Because we have been slaves to everybody that has told those stories. That is the thing that we have never went back saying Kofu. That means go back and fetch. These are our sidules that have always been in, in, important to the African. So the importance of going into the future is not to lose ourselves. Because one quote my grandmother definitely reminds me of, if you don't know where you've been, I'd be damned if you know where you're going. And to say well, you see, we're going, well, I, going to reach, I don't think as much as people were stolen as they were influenced. And and there's a difference between that because you if you if you put some bootleg shit out there, everybody knows the original, and it and it and it, it, it can't overtake the original. You know, it, it just can't. If you if if you really brand it like that, some bootleg can't come. But the 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 modern brand can influence a new brand and a new generation. You got to update. They're not going to respond to the old brand no more. They need the new version of the story. So the story has kept changing and developing to where the identity, the concepts you have itself, ain't nobody in, in Kemet had an ego. That didn't exist. And trying to get rid of all these people's ego by taking them back to that narrative is not going to work, man. I'm not saying you're getting lost in the narrative. I'm saying we're living with people that have an ego. They have a fractured self now, split between three levels of consciousness. That didn't exist in our concept of being. We existed in a whole totality of self. But the self yeah. now is fractured, and that's not going to repair it. The self has grown into that fracture. And it's developing, yeah. and it's going forward. And see, what I'm saying is we need a story that responds to that now. And as far as the language, well, you see, it's my conjecture that after 
after we was released from slavery and people got bred in slavery, those are new people. You understand me? The African DNA that you had is no longer consistent with one tribe anymore. It wasn't married out to a tribe to bring that tribe into that fold of DNA and create a new clan of people to build an empire. It was bred and mixed all up. No matter whether you were from the already over here or you were brought over and smuggled on the, on the, on the slave ships and the smuggling situation that went down, or, or you, were, uh, you came after that and bred into the community, You're, you mixed up. And these are new people on earth. Their DNA functions differently than a, a solid indigenous DNA. Everybody knows if you're purely indigenous, you don't grow no hair on your face. Nowhere in the world do indigenous people grow beards. It don't happen. So hmm. we are a new version of melanated people over here that has a new system of thinking, a new concept of the self that we got to accept and not feel despair about and embrace and bring all that energy we have from Kimmich and from all the other narratives that's been stolen from us and recreate something that's modern and present and, and, and authentic to define this age that references back all of that because if you study literature, whenever these people write and they use their metaphors, this is how they keep the past alive. They use the metaphors slick. They use metaphors that make you, you got to go read something and know something about um, Sumeria because they'll reference it the same way we do in our, our raps, but they'll do this in their poems and their stories and their literature and the words they create will allude back to ancient things. You understand me? They'll create a word, and when you check the etymology on the word, it'll come out of a word from Kimmy. It'll come out of a character and the story that they wrote. We're not doing that. You understand me? We're not updating and bringing that, that stuff into the past. We're trying to fold back into the past, into what we had. But none of these people miss what they had. You see, they had little kingdoms and stuff, too. They gave away all their kingdoms. They went into corporate existence, and they're still moving forward with that. They're not trying to get rid of their corporations. The ones that's trying to do that, them little patriot people are broke and not with the program, and they have a nostalgia to get a sense of identity, and we need to get off that. That nostalgia for identity is not going to work. We've got to update that and bring it into this modern method of, 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 of identifying self. How, how would you update that, brother, without identifying? Like, even if you're going to go get a repair done on your car, you know, or if you're going to get, you know, going to the doctor to get healed from a broken arm, how would you repair that without first identifying that? You understand? And that was something you did in the past. You would have had to break your arm before you got to the doctor. But by you going to the doctor and showing that you want to be progressive inside the healing process, because that's one thing we have to look at. We have to be healed in order we I think want to, to be do honest life. with is that's the process we're doing now. With all the different family of nations that we're bubbling all that information up and, and, and that's what we're doing now. We're gonna create some new narrative structure or some new way of ordering our experience that makes sense in the present. And I think that's what we're doing now. We're exposing people to the history of Kimmy. 
We have people speaking Melumetic. We have people speaking Hebraic. We have people speaking Biblical Hebraic. We have people trying to crack um, ancient Hebraic. We have people speaking Arabic in the community to the children. We have people that listen to all these different conversations that are picking up on certain terms and words and incorporating them into their vocabulary, even if they don't speak that dialect fluently. They recognize the authenticity of the sound, and they know what that means now when someone says ashe to them. When someone says Isha'Allah, they understand these things. They respond when someone says Shalom. These things are no longer foreign. So now, as they begin to do art, it's going to manifest in their art. It's going to manifest in the way they approach the computer. It's going to manifest in the way they create community. It's going to manifest in the new stories we write. It's going to manifest in the type of films we want to produce. We're going to bring those stories into our story to unfold who we are in the present because we're different people now. It's the same thing as if we took African ginseng. We took some, some ginseng, just hypothetically now, out of Africa, and we put it in Asia, and we grew it. How long before that become Asian ginseng? If we took it to America and we grew it, how many generations before it morphs and we got a distinct that we can say now that's Asian ginseng is distinct from African ginseng. You see what I'm saying? That as things move across territory and time, they become new. They become distinguished. And we've got to embrace that we are distinguished. And we haven't embraced that. We're ashamed that we went through slavery. The, the fake Jews ain't ashamed of that. They ain't ashamed of the gas chambers, none of that. They done made the world, you know what I'm saying, bow down to that. that. We, we can't take it. And we've got to get over that and embrace, embrace this confusion kind of, this new identity, and work it out. We can't feel like we're lost anymore and, and give it direction by embracing it and saying, okay, yeah, we new people on earth, and we are the newest people on earth. We the first people that was born outside of kingdoms. We was born in bondage, and when we left, there was no kingdom. There was no, there was no homeland. There was nothing to go to. We were a new, free people on earth, and we haven't brought that to the world. We've been claiming we were, we were a new, free people with no jurisdiction on us, no Morris jurisdiction, no American jurisdiction, no jurisdiction. We had opportunity to create, to fashion a whole new jurisdiction and didn't realize it. You see what I'm saying? We had no jurisdiction over us. And can't nobody say we did. When they, they didn't have no jurisdiction, we weren't in the Constitution. We weren't in the state Constitution. We weren't in slavery anymore. We weren't connected to Africa. We didn't speak any language. We didn't have, we spoke dialect. We didn't have any unified language. We didn't have any unified religion. We didn't have a territory. We didn't have an empire. We didn't have a new people without a jurisdiction. And we've been suffering over that ever since. And we've been trying to find the jurisdiction to join, which is crazy to me. And they didn't impose the jurisdiction on us that I think that if we get together, we can logically present that case to the world that nobody has jurisdiction over us, not even a Morris document. Nobody, unless we claim it. And we're the only people on earth that can do that. 
The only people on earth that can do that is the is the niggas over here. Nobody else can do that. They came from colonies and other shit. And 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 I, just to add on, brother, I'm 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 so thankful to be uh, you know and able to stay in the same state as the Oyuwatanji Yoruba village here in America, which is not part of America. It's not it's not a part of America. And down there, I'm not sure if any of you brothers have the family has ever gone, but that is a very beautiful place. And when you go there, you see that sense of you know, that great African bird that turns around and when we're talking about Sankofa or get, go back and fetch, you know, and inside they're growing, you see they have an identity of what nation building looks like. And they have established a, a, a very, a very uh, I'm not going to, well, I'm going to say dominant uh, uh, civilization where you can see, you can definitely go check out the king now. They are definitely doing their thing. Last time I went, they had all types of shrines built up, basically where they can represent their ancestors. I was thinking about the conversation that you were saying, um, which is, that you were speaking about, and that definitely oh, serves me. What, what happened right there is they established the jurisdiction. They came out. They said, I'm Yoruba. They went before the courts. They established their own jurisdiction because when we came out, if we would establish jurisdiction, see, this is why I was trying to I did a deal with my brethren and I was explaining to him the Ku Klux Klan was to run us out of those type of situations and run us into the city and run us into federal jurisdiction and into this other thing because they had to do this to us because we were the only people on earth that now could claim jurisdiction because we were not under no dominion. We weren't under nobody's flag. We had to go pick up flags. So some people picked up the Morris flag. Some people picked up the Yoruba flag. Some people picked up the Gullah. And those people, like you say, independent. They don't exist in, in, in the system. And we need to realize that as the people, that we were new people and we could have picked up any flag or created our own flag or even renewed a commission flag or any flag for the, the identity of this new self that was over here. You understand what I'm saying? So you're right, man. You're right. And I've been wanting to really get into these conversations, you understand me? This is why I've been wanting to debate about and really bring to the community because my debate is not argumentative. It's about embracing who we are and going forward. You understand me? Mm-hmm. To you, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. I'll you on all of that, B. Man, and, and, I need to and get out there with you because that's up in um, the Carolinas, right? Yeah, You're absolutely, in the brother. Carolinas, right? Absolutely, brother. Absolutely, and um, you know, yeah, definitely. Um, one straight over. You you in Atlanta? Nah, I'm down in the Sunshine District. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, I think that's the importance of having good conversations like these and, and getting back to what we need to get back to. But I just wanted to add on, as we're talking about nation, and we're talking about having a nation, and we think about Tulsa, Oklahoma. In 1921, no, they had basically the, the the right paradigm to set in place, or it was set in place to build a nation. But the main thing we didn't have is uh, that justice system, or having that ability to stand up and defend, or having our weaponry, or having our military system. 
and even when we go back to the French Revolution, uh, French Revolution, um, we see and it's documented how voodoo or how our magic was very important inside allowing us to vast. And I think regardless of what's going on right now, that should be our own thing, not to really get caught up in any kind of ego thing. I think it should be to kick the crackers' ass. Um, so that should be uh, all of our on, on all of our tables. But that's that's just why I'm saying a lot of times uh, we have people that have stopped and done certain types of magic, and really not knowing how the Most High African really did the magic. And if we do, if we're doing magic, we have to question the 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 organic nature of ourselves to do that if we're not actually giving salute to the ones that, that did it on a much higher level and they perform more owing things even to the world, even to where the cracker is performing the magic now. The cracker came out of a uh, out of a cave and he got us book dancing right now. Listen to the young thug. He, this is just a, a faggot. Well we got grown black men now thinking that they fact they they women. I just saw a thing with Dwight Howard grabbed the man penis on on uh, this is this is the case. And they're doing this by using our sigils. They're doing this by Jew Hollywood or the Hollywood. They're doing this. They're doing this by heart. They're doing this by GMO inside the food. They're doing this all they're planting us all types of ways. So I think before we go forward we have to recognize the damage that has has been done. That's just all I'm saying. And we look at Tahuti. Even when looking at Tahuti or looking at a lot of Moray inside the Orisha, uh, looking at these beautiful things. When we say Ashe, we say, uh, hear a lot of people say Ashe, but then we don't pick up the language that goes with that or even the understanding to the African deities and saluting, you know, we, we are going to compare them to Jesus. It, it's not like Jesus. It's nothing like it. It was, you know, this, this and, I, and I think it, the it, way it, you go back. That's what I was trying to explain to you, brother. I know it's nothing like Jesus, but you're not going to uh-huh. get rid of Jesus. It's not going to oh, happen yeah. because Jesus is what created I. Okay, before Jesus, there was no concept of an individual I in the universe. The only thing that was individual and complete in itself, and that could complete a sentence was God or the king as a representative of God. Or if you had a mythology or a mythos, the gods and the mythos. Other than that, you could not even complete a sentence, man. You didn't communicate that way. That is what I'm trying to explain, is that the consciousness that developed You can't even use the Orishas right because the people are going to make them into a linear story. They're going to take one of them and make that one into a Jesus character. And then when they got to take yeah. the next one, they got to take him out and make him into a Jesus character. When they take the oh, next yeah, one out, yeah. they got to take her out and make her into a Mary character in the story yeah. because yeah, their yeah. minds are structured around that narrative. And see, that narrative created self. See, those other narratives, they didn't create that modern self, so they're not going to affect it. There are certain people that it resonate with that are naturally inclined to that, but it's not going to affect any of the, the modern minds. It's not. 
and we got to recognize that. That's what I'm saying. And if we understand the, the nature of how the modern mind processes information, it'll make us more effective in how we use the tools that are naturally available to us. Even if you, um, like when you got into the French Revolution, um, the Revolution, and, you know, they talk about the, the, the voodoo and, and Haiti and this and that. I'm Haitian and Jamaican, man. My mama was a voodoo master. They used to come get her and make her disappear, take her to Haiti, all type of stuff. I've seen her swell people's bodies up, all type of things. So, you know, and I don't even talk about that. I talk about logical things. That's crazy to me because I can't even really explain that. All I can tell you is I witnessed it. So even in Haiti, to give you a breakdown, when the voodoo was popping off, that happened on the plantations when the revolution popped off, right? What made the revolution actually successful was the negotiations because when Toussaint came to the leadership, he wasn't the original leader. The voodoo priest in him was popped it off. Then the rebels on the fortress popped it off, and they went off into the mountains with the maroons and kind of, and kind of held it down for a minute, and then Toussaint realized that it wasn't really popping like that because he was trying to defend the plantation still. And he told the people on the plantation to bounce, I'm going to join the revolution. And he went in there as an undermaster first and was just watching what was going on. So anyway, once he rose mm-hmm. to this rank of general, he actually became a general in the Spanish army who helped him fight the French, then he became aligned a, a with some of the um, French that came to fight against the British that wanted to restore the crown. And he wanted to restore the crown at first. And then they didn't want to restore the crown. So what I'm getting at is that it wasn't just voodoo. Voodoo was part of it. Voodoo was, was in of it. But it was also there was a mind there that was communicated with the new mind of the Europeans because he was dealing with people that he was choosing sides to people that wanted the king, then he didn't want a king, and he wanted to deal with people that were coming to the republic, and he wanted to create a review. He was playing them against each other because he understood the new mind of the European was trying to find out their sense of self. And he made them put in the code of France when they did the revolution in France, that all slaves and all black people would be free. And that's where that came from. So when he went back, he went back as a a representative of France to fight the British and get the British out of Haiti. And then they tried to conspire against my nigga and reinstate slavery. And then that's when he restarted the war against France. So the, that whole mm-hmm. Haitian revolution wasn't just like people went in the mountains and did voodoo and then came out and said, cut all the white people's heads off, and they were gone. That was a, a, a about a 10-year period of revolution and back-and-forth negotiation and logic and councils and going back and forth to um, France and this and that before they finally got down and got rid of them. Then they turned their back on Tucson called this nigga a traitor because some of the negotiations he made earlier let him die over in France uncelebrated 
put Desilane on the throne. Everybody celebrates Desilane. He claimed to be emperor. He ends up assassinated. Then niggas from from France come over and set up Pichon and Christophe. They were part of the revolution, but they were really French ambassadors, black freemen kind of, that joined up to get it popping. And um, then they become kings and divide the country. So we can't romanticize history and make it seem like we just did some voodoo and it worked. No, there was a development of the mind going on throughout all this. And it wasn't just our mind. It was also the mind of the European the, or the um, the Eurasian. He wasn't always well, the Eurasian you see in the 15th century is not the Eurasian you're fighting now. Like his mind has not. progressed. It's a whole different thing, and we can't we can't think like that. We've got to realize that we've progressed too, and we're new people on Earth. We're the first new people on Earth in the New World. That's my contention. That we're the first new people on earth in the new world because we're the only people released out of slavery without a jurisdiction. When the Jews got out of slavery, they knew they were Jews and they had a jurisdiction. They didn't have a fucking continent. We identify with a continent, Africa. We don't have a jurisdiction. Africa don't have no jurisdiction. There are thousands of jurisdictions in Africa. We came, the Moorish Empire didn't have no more jurisdiction. They had Morocco and nobody went back there. Okay, so we came out, we didn't have no jurisdiction, none, no flag, no God, no nothing. We are the only new people in the new world, and we got to realize that, and we could bring that to the world and make and prove that in law. And then whatever we say is our culture, that's it, and they got to represent that, and that got to be going and set up as what's solid. And that's what we need to agree upon. Not all picking up, and we can take bits and pieces from the past. That's what they did to make their culture. We can do whatever we want. But I'm saying we can create a new culture that identifies with the logic, with the mind, with the people, with the rhythm, with the spirit that they call the American Negro, the niggas, and change all of that. And I didn't mean that, you know, derogatorily. I'm just saying those are new people on earth. They are. They're the, the only new people on earth. The the Af, the African American. It, it definitely uh, it definitely truly is. And I just uh, I just can't help but to think, even as we're talking about, we have a lineage though. You understand? No, just I'm not like saying we don't have a lineage. I'm saying that's all mixed up. I'm saying the concept of who we are as a as ethnically or nationally or that's new. That's something new, B. Yeah, that's why even when the people that actually have a jurisdiction or a culture, you know, what we call Africans or, you know, Fulanis or Ashantis or Zulus, when they come, they, they don't know, you know, the ones that got to fit in with us got to forget all about that. A few yeah, of them can come to the conscious community and fit in, but... The ones that join the, the hip-hop, you know, I'm Haitian and Jamaican. If you want to fit in with them, you got to say fuck all that in one instance when you come outside. That shit's at home, to be honest with you. And you got to get in to what's popping. And you got you understand me? I, I, that's how we grew up. It was just only recently that it was cool to be from the islands. Back when I grew up, nobody want to hear that. You got to just do your hip-hop thing or whatever you're doing. You talk funny if you go into some tone back in the other day. 
You understand what I'm saying? So it's a spirit in this, and people, and that's what you know is being manipulated because we we're, we're not identifying with it. We're not we're not yeah. controlling yeah. it. We're not saying yeah, yeah. we are the new people. That is our yeah. culture. We, you can't do it. You can't do that. We, we didn't what you, codify this. What you're saying is actually, and we're talking about high science once again. And when we're yeah. talking about quantum, when we're talking about quantum physics, that's why a lot of times our people can't dare to talk about voodoo. You understand? Because more or less than us talking about the wonders and the good things and how our particle magic has helped the African, we always are going to talk about how it not how it was some other thing. And to tell you this, everything that we're going through on the physical realm, it is going we're going through because we are depleted on the spiritual realm. Once again, everything we're going through, that means while we're getting kicked in our ass, while we're getting beat in our head on the physical realm, is deservingly so because we have not gathered ourselves. Sankofa again, our ancestors left the instruction. And if we are foolish enough to go and build without instructions, imagine that, imagine that building without having, even as that relates to architecture. Imagine no, 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 I'm not saying deal without the instructions. I'm saying that we need to take all those old instructions and codify them into one instruction. You understand me? Because you can't, all right, people want to say there's a unity amongst the voodoo tradition, and that's not true. There's different voodoo traditions and the different tribes, yeah. and they work yeah, them differently. Absolutely. And they work them differently. But here, we can take all those. In this language, we can take every voodoo tribe and put them together and come up with a code for that that's new, that, that, that's in our DNA now, that, that, that works for us, that's not trying to do what they was doing, that speaks to us. We, we, we could do that. We could go and take all the differences in Africa, and you, that's what happened in our blood. We already unified all that shit. That's how they bred us. You might really get into isolating who you are and find out you you are ten different tribes in Africa combined in your one being. You might be North African, South African, and East African, and somebody from the Canary Islands. They got smuggled over here and then bred with somebody else. But all the best of the best. You see what I'm saying? So you already done... Your DNA is already a common, you know what I mean? It's already melted down all those differences. So and we need to bring them together to create something new. That's us. And that's what yeah, we ain't I mean, done. That's I mean, what we're trying to do. Hey, we keep I, separating. I, 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 I agree, but, man, with like, like I said, we're doomed if we don't have a certain code of law to establish that's for ourselves. That's what I think we need to develop. As, as, as our ancestors did, man. Like I said, as our most high ancestors did. We had See, but I'm like saying our most high ancestors, though, their story was for their world, right? They didn't. They wasn't dealing with this computer, Android meme, um, immediacy of of re- reproduction. Like we're dealing it, it, with it, that, it so we energy. need to find code that responds to that. Energy. It was still energy. What our ancestors showed us is that nobody could track and manipulate energy like we could. That's what they That's showed what us. So it don't but make, there's a modern it don't energy make, no, listen, that we're not, listen, we're not manipulating. Listen, 
It, it don't it uh, don't make no difference of what type of energy it is. That's what we talk about. Ra and Haru is the importance of knowing how to utilize that. It wasn't about Jesus and all this. It was about oh, hold on, hold on now. We know the law of energy, right? It, it can never be destroyed, but it can do what? Transmute, transform. Okay, the energy's transformed, man. That's what I'm telling you. There's a new energy, man. It's transformed. And we've got to update. We've got to bring. We've got to unify. Ra, Yah, Allah, <laughs> the Moorish habit, uh, uh, the revolutionary spirit, the, the Pan-African concept, the Voodoo tradition. Like, we have about... 12 to 24 things, we all got to come together and combine the precept of law, and we got to present that to the world court. Like, this is who we are. We got to take this to the community. We've got to rechange history based on that. The same way they've done it. They had a revisionist history. They revised history because they had a new identity itself. They had a self that didn't come from monarchies anymore. So they had to justify this self and teach it to their children. We're not doing that. Our children is running around with no self, and we're trying to tell them, well, go back. They're not telling their children to go back and be Greek and go back and be Roman, go back and be British, go back and be this. They're not telling them that. They're not telling them that at all. Brother, they they celebrate they 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 celebrate their ancestors even so much to a point where they have created a system where we celebrate their ancestors. You understand? That's why we communicate now. No, no, the, no. They celebrate a narrative that gave themselves. That's not their ancestor. They'll even tell you they don't care if that's real or nothing. They celebrate I, a story. I, 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 I understand what you're saying, but we're still talking about particle magic, brother. We're still talking about Santa Claus being the savior and white Jesus being the savior of our, a lot of our young black children. Yeah, oh, that's the answer. So that's a, that's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait a minute answer. now. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Those are not <laughs> ancestors. And most, and, most, and most Eurasians you talk to, they'll tell you that shit is fake. All right? Our people believe all this stuff because they have no identity itself, man, is what I'm trying to tell you. These other people... They believe they're American, okay? They believe in the flag of the United States. They believe in that there's no such things as kingdoms and monarchies, and they have the right to be the individual, and they have freedom of ethical will. They believe these things, and all these stories are just stories that you teach people, and they, that's what they believe. They actually believe that, and they function on that. They don't function on... Is, are you know about Charlemagne, and are you trying to live in 18th century Europe, or are you trying to live as a Viking and this and that? They don't do. They're really not worth. The people that do that in their culture are cultish people that are insane. The real people in their culture are developing and controlling this new sense of self they created called the eye that has no history. It has no history. Not, they create it, the, yes, his, yes, the history it's that these white people have nowadays. The people we're talking about, their history comes from television, man. That's no, what they no, celebrate, that's television and art. Capitalism. And then that's what our people are celebrating Buddha, Buddha, because Buddha, Buddha, we're identifying Buddha. with a false self. Bruh, you got to let the brother talk. Like, I, we can't oh, I'm do sorry, these. Man. You I'm know sorry, man. You know I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. 
You just let the I'm sorry, man. In. Forgive me. Forgive me, man. Forgive me. But forgive me. My bad. All right. Much love, much love, brother. Everything is all good. But I just want to say that we are in the system of capitalism and monopoly. That's what we're talking about. Regardless if we're still enslaved, brother. Like, even though we don't have the actual shackles on us, that system is even more detailed, and they're even carrying the same traditions, carrying on the same tradition as the slave masters did. You understand? They might be losing a little weight, but they still going to only feel good with the Negro in the back of his truck. You understand? They're not, they're not, things might be slowly changing, but I think what we're still seeing is the European, the Wazungu, actually taking our particle magic and allowing it to work for him, whether it be utilizing him, like even what the brother was talking about, the awards. We as African people, and we are talking about, and we are having to decode the things that they put out. Why not us put out something for them to decode? They're using our magic on us, even with us and our relationship to the uh, cosmology. Nobody has that relationship like the Dogon. You understand? Like the, the, the our ancestors in Kemet. So this is one thing that our children have never known. So they are definitely learning about Galileo and all these other motherfuckers. You know, I would say definitely open them up also. Hold on, hold on. You know, M Hotel. You know, and that's 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 just what hold, that, hold that's up, just what the importance of what I'm saying. No, I understand what you're saying, but I think you're wrong because I used to teach in the oh. schools, and your children ain't uh-huh. learning about Galileo. They ain't learning about Copernicus. They dropping out. They ain't learning about nothing. They're creating a whole new reality because that don't speak to them. Their schools are failing, man. Their schools don't work even for their own students. Have you looked at the statistics? It's not functioning, man. The white people are up in arms about Common Core. They don't understand what's going on. Their shit is it's failing. They, they're not teaching their children. Their children don't learn that. We keep focusing on myths that we have about the system that we're not interfacing with, man. These children don't even speak in sentences anymore. You think they're learning about Galileo? Dog, they speak in emoticons now. They don't know. They don't care nothing about that. Go ask a young black person who is Galileo. He'll look at you crazy. Galileo, who, what? Leo, Yayo? I got well, Yayo. Well, I you understand what I'm saying? They're not, they, 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 we got to get off that. That's not what's going down, man. There's a new mind out there, and we keep thinking. Have, it's going to be a European. It's probably nine huh? times out of ten going to be. It's probably, I'm just saying, not necessarily Galileo. No, I'm not saying about that. No, I'm African, what I'm trying to express, express to you is I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I agree uh-huh. with what you're saying, but what they're doing is they're responding to the new Eurasian that they're creating. You understand me? They're not worrying about if he learns about this and that. They're, they're, they're influencing him in the present. They're not worried about his, his understanding of the past. And I'm, and, I, and I'm saying that's our problem is that we we keep worrying about the past. We're we're still trying. If you don't know the past, you don't know. If you, you don't know where you're going, these people ain't trying to go nowhere. They're stuck in the press. They can go anywhere they want. They got the computer. They ain't gotta move. They ain't gotta move in linear space anymore. You understand what I'm saying? And we've got to figure out a way to tap into that magic. That's the magic that's being worked right now. That's the magic that's I mean, being worked. 
And we're not going to pull with, the people out of that magic. Even even when you look at, at Facebook or, like you said, the computer, everything we see that is complete is in the past. So you're dealing with some area of the past. It just, just depends on what degree. Are you dealing with it on a low degree? Or are you dealing with the high degree of what was being dealt in the past? And that's all I'm saying as we're talking about, and, and, and even with us having well, this conversation. Well, when you, when you talk about the past, see, you can't deal with the past. All you can do is bring the past to the present, and then you move, and that becomes a new past, and you move back and bring some to the present. That's, that's what happens, and you got to keep the past in the present, and that's what I'm saying. We're saying the same thing, you see. I'm saying we need to take that old information and make it relevant, but in the way that the new mind works today. It works today. We can't can't keep that information in the same matrix that it was presented in because that's not going to work. See, they've already broken that information up into different matrices that has changed the structure of the mind and the way people reason and think now. And if we don't tap into that, if we can't communicate to that as a community, we're, we're going to die and fade away. We won't be relevant. We won't be relevant to the youth. I'm, I'm, man, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling hey, you. Hey, and brother, brother, salute. And I, I respect what you're saying, and, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. And what I'm saying is even with applying that, that knowledge right now, that wisdom, where that is allowing us to be effective, like the brother was saying, that was you speaking earlier, with us being able to reshape our body instead of stop, instead of eating the crazy stuff, we'll start eating the right things. We're starting to vibrate. They're going back again to vibrating energy. We're going. We're talking about rock. You understand? So we are. We're going to elevate ourselves. We have no other choice but to elevate ourselves. You know, and, you know, it might not be a pyramid, but I think it must first start within ourselves. And that's where even the law system of my art came into place. People might say different things, but that allowed us to be in line with morality daily. So when I did want to come to a meeting, regardless if you guys were going to have it in New York or in Atlanta, I was going to be able to bring a solidified, strong, upright black man. And going back again to a lot of these sovereignty, a lot of people uh, excuse what um, Dr. Phil Valentine was talking about. He was talking about mental sovereignty, having our minds before we establish anything on the exterior. And what you are saying is applying those things from the past where it is working today for us, where it is allowing us to heal, because we've been fucked up. We've been hurt. We've been kicked in our ass. We've been kicked in our teeth. Uh, but we get we we just hurt just by seeing Mike Brown get get shot. We've hurt just by seeing Trayvon Martin get get gunned down. And those are just to name a few. These are not the little girls that go missing. Uh, the the quarter million little young black girls or, or women period that go missing. Black women that go missing yearly. You understand? I'm hurt like a motherfucker. I'm very Yo. hurt. Yo, I got a I got a, a proposition for the people in the family of nations, man. Who would help me um construct a paper that proves we are new people on the earth and for reparations all we want is no jurisdiction. And we want to create our own jurisdiction. 
but that will imply land because you can't have just or we well, actually you can have jurisdiction within another person's country. Yeah, we want our own jurisdiction. That means our own courts, our own systems of law, and that's the only reparation we want. And we want every and we want to be able to set up systems where we can go into other people's female institutions and pull our brothers out and make them finish whatever they got to do in our system of justice. And um, we write a paper. We're the new people on earth. Y'all have misused us, and you've confused us in identity, and really no jurisdiction applies to us. And um, we need to create our own jurisdiction, and we need a council to create jurisdiction for these people. And we identify our family of nations and our ethnicity, and we, we come up with a formal name for these people that came out of slavery that is the newest people on earth that still are existing without a flag and without a jurisdiction and are going crazy because of it and are being misused because of it. Because that is where I think we can unify our minds around if we realize that, if everybody realized that, if the Hebrew Israelites realized that, yeah, we didn't have no jurisdiction, and now I'm trying to bring back the old jurisdiction, the Kemetic brothers, the this, the that, and we got together and we that's our major argument. Then let us figure out what our jurisdiction is going to be. We shouldn't have to figure it out and then present it to the world. Maybe, maybe we should just present the fact that nah, we the people on earth that didn't have no jurisdiction. Period. Can nobody claim nothing over us? To actually. And then start from scratch. Well, well, I, th- I think that definitely goes back to the law. And Doctor Phil Valentine definitely talked about this. We support so much of the cracker that kick our ass. So that mm-hmm. right there shows. That right there shows we damn near deserve to be in the situation we in. So until we establish that mental jurisdiction or that mental sovereignty or that mental clarity, or what we can, you know, even control our breathing, what we can, can control our habits or what we what we can, you know, our black men, which are supposed to be king, they can't control what they're doing. A lot of times we're in court because we we need to be in court. A lot of times our black men, you know, we do dumb shit. And I have been one of those brothers, been in jail for doing the dumb shit. And I can oh, you ain't got to tell me, brother. We, we yeah, all learned because, the hard way. Yeah, because we know we know the beast out there looking for us. We already knew this. And if we didn't know this, it's going back to our mental sovereignty. Obviously, we got to have that first before we stepping out to talking about building anything. I want to have this before I'm even able to come help you guys where I got my mind right, where I'm not thinking that I'm going to be putting a brick up, but I'm really uh, putting up a piece of shit. You understand? No, we want to have mm-hmm. good bricks. We want to have some good foundation, and that's coming with self-identification. That's going even through those lesson classes of what some a, a mason might have to tell you about how to build. Or, hey, well, this is the right type of brick. This is the right type of mortar. You want to use this trial. And what we sit at the feet of the wisdom, that's why the oracle tradition inside Ife or inside any type of uh, spiritual tradition of Africa is so important. The oracle tradition is like we're not supposed to move forward until we check out with our oracle. So I'm just saying, even with this, given our old ancient traditions that did thrive as Africans, 
you know, giving ourselves a chance as Africans to really study who we were and what we did and when we laid it down. And I think, like I said, with the mental sovereignty thing, we spend, uh, what is it, uh, Peel, about a, a trillion dollars a year, over a trillion dollars, right, as black people? Yeah, yeah, you're right. See, that's what I was okay. trying to explain, though, when you talk about the past. You see, I'm not saying the past is not unimportant. See, what I realized mm-hmm. when I studied the past is that when I studied the past is I'm studying the fact that people that looked like me had a present, that it was vastly different than the present I'm experiencing, and they acted in the present. Now, I'm trying to look and see and reconstruct what was their present. And why was they doing mm-hmm. these things and acting that way? Now, what is my present? Mm-hmm. Now, how can mm-hmm. I use the science of how they responded to their present to respond to my present? You understand Absolutely. me? Absolutely. That's absolutely. That's I'm talking about using the ancient sciences. Oh, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. And, then and that's I why I agree with what you're saying. I just want to get that in clarity. You get what I'm saying? Oh, I don't yes. even care whether the Hebrews ever existed or not. But if that's a story mm-hmm. about some melanated people and I can reconstruct in that story a present and I can see how those people were responding in the present as events were unfolding. Because whenever you read a story, whether it takes you back in the present or a movie or, I mean, where it takes you in the past and messes with the timeline, you still go be in the present at that moment. And whatever the present center of the movie is, all those other time shifts are going to impact the present and make the character act in the overall frame of the present for the story. So what I want us to do when I study history, like I said, I don't care if, 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 the, if the story was real. If I reconstructed the narrative and I understand that the narrative is about these people responding in the present, and then I see everything that happened to them in the present that was presented to them, and I'm like, okay, what wisdom can I use out of that to respond to my present? You, you get what I'm saying? I don't need to go and dress like Conan and, and the Hebrew Israelite and all that crazy and put on crazy <laughs> ancient clothes and all that other stuff. And that's no disrespect to them because some of the historical things that they brought to the forefront um, some of the information that they, they've done with the um, biblical testament and bringing people more into the foundations of what is called scripture and exposing the community to the Tanakh, the Talmud, things that were not exposed to the community um, originally or in the forefront of, of the, of the um, vocabulary of average brothers is a good thing to me because now I can discuss with them without having to explain that, and we can get into further details about whatever it is we want to discuss about history. So, you know what I mean? But just to say I'm not disrespecting them, but, you know, do do your thing is my whole point. But if their story is what, get back to my point, can be constructed into some aspect of how to respond in in the present that you're dealing with, then I'm going to do that. And it it, it can't tell me to go back and live in some old present. That ain't going to work. Because there's a narrative that has to fit in with the modern sense of self and the narrative that was constructed to give you identity and the language hey, that you speak that, that this thing has to be consistent with. And, and it has just, to help you identify with that. 
I just I just want to add on, brother, because you said some very deep stuff, very profound, and it definitely allows us to cap up everything right now. Uh, because, like you're saying, going back, reliving those stories or where you can, you know, act those righteous things out within and whether it be expressing or showing a child how to do something. Or, but this is all I'm saying. All stories, all stories were brought basically to Kenneth. You understand? And that that was the time that basically inside the, the, the Karnak and Luxor temples, and all the wonderful awesomeness on the Nile Valley, uh, inside the great temples, you know, it's it's a lot of knowledge. All any story, any type of it, it was about spiritual cultivation. So you like you're saying, even inside those stories, it's about spiritual cultivation. Telling me how to correct this when I do this. Showing me how to not do this when I'm in the face of this. No one and all I'm saying is no one was able to track and catalog those events like our ancestors. And that's that's just all I'm saying. So even with us, definitely being excited with people reaching back to even grab those European watered-down versions, we should definitely be excited and happy when we reach back and we're saying, Ned's correct, sin, or when we're speaking the Medu Natal language. And, 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 and in that, there was nothing in the past. It was all about Everything was eternal because one thing that the African understood there was no death. Life, life is always going on. So even as we're talking about transformation, transformation or progressing, going forward, you know, and allowing that thing to constantly go inside the wheel as it relates to even Ra. Ra is that force that goes forward, that driving force, but making sure that it's going forward inside my eye, with inside. True law, true order, true justice, true righteousness, true reciprocity, and making sure that we are measuring ourselves. Because like you were saying, even if I'm going to set up some bricks, I would have to know how to read that measuring stick in order to set this brick three cubits high. Even with the ma'a, the ma'a, when we talk about ma'a thematics, mathematics, ma'a, was the first system of tracking like this down in the most sophisticated way. So even allowing ourselves to set ourselves up to this measurement in order to be those great kings of that new civilization, you know, and that newness is basically going to be in our eternalness because we're infinite beings. We, 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 you know, we, we go on forever. So that's what we are realizing right now as we're grabbing our brains back from the church Back from all these Abrahamic religions that have told us that we are finite, brother, God, somebody. <laughs> that we that we are not finite beings. We're not finite beings. We are ever eternal, ever evolving beings. But now, our black people have been sucked under some type of guise, even of Jesus, where we lift up white Jesus more or less than consider lifting up our great ancestors. And like I said, I do. They want to lift up the see, I'm trying to get them, like you said, and it's not worshiping the people now or forgetting the ancestors, but we've got to love that we're the new people. The ancestors are in. Like, we are, like I keep saying, we are the new people on earth. We are the only new people on earth. I don't even think you can make no more new people. 
Mm-hmm. But we can't. We we couldn't be who we are without the old. Just like a seed. No, that's what I'm saying. Is. But the old is the old is in us. It's, it, she I'm, and like you said, when 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 we was in Kemet or whatever, and them, and they had a present, my aunt they created the measuring system. They didn't go back because by the time. You don't even know when my ox is actually created. We can't even say. As long as the Egyptian Empire ran until we got infiltrated or whatever with um, Alexander the Great um, dude, and um, I call him great still because if you, if you can be a weak person like that and, and walk into Egypt and all over the world, that's some type of greatness to me. I don't know how you could do that, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> You know, the history in Egypt is is, is thirty six thousand years. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's older uh, than that. But I'm now. just saying the yeah, document is what absolutely. they document. I know it's older than that, but I'm saying what they yeah, document. They have, yeah, yeah, okay. It's thirty six thousand right. years what they document. That's 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 crazy. Like that's they present was so strong. They was in my heart so long that they rocked that like that. You hear what I'm saying? They was so in tune with the and loved who they were, and they didn't um they didn't have to go back. There was nothing to go back to. You see what I'm saying? They they and 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 we got this spirit that we got to go back. But when the Moors rocked the Moorish Empire, the coming out of the fold of Egypt, they just rocked the Moorish Empire. As as it went from pre-Islamic um, mythology and um, commerce into a whole Islamic empire dominated by Moorish customs and um, Moorish systems, but they just they didn't go back and try and recreate Egypt. Egypt was in what they was doing. They just but even, it, it, but even some new the stuff. Moors. The gear, what I'm saying, the gear change, the writing change. The narrative structure changed. The tones of the language changed. They wasn't complaining about they couldn't speak the Madunetter. They was doing their thing, and they was rocking with it. And then something new came. The Eurasians came out with their new thing and, you know, busted up what they was dealing with, smashed it to pieces all over the world. They came with the new thing. And it's like we want to go back to the old thing. And I don't think the times moves like that. We need to go get inspired. They're like, yeah, okay, we was rocking back then like this and that. We could do that again. We could just set up a new jurisdiction again. No doubt like, The Moors didn't set up commission jurisdiction. They set up Morris jurisdiction. And we're new right. people on right. earth now. With no, you get what I'm saying? Like, we still use the old because it's in our DNA. It's going to come out. I'm not saying disregard that, but we can't recreate Kemet. This is not going to happen. We can't recreate Hebrew-Israelite tribes. That's not going to happen, man. We can't live in these people's narrative like that. We have no narrative, so we keep... Buddha Clinks. I'm sorry, man. We got to... Don't be sorry. None of be sorry. We uh, just opened up a caller from the 734. I apologize for both of the brothers, but we do have people... They've been sitting waiting for um with their oh, hands up. Oh, I'm on the line, man. Me and the brothers just been yeah, building. Yeah. I thought we Call were off the air. Nah, we about to the the show is still um streaming, so 
Call the 2734-271. Peace and welcome to Nota Ledge. I'm just listening. Okay. Just sitting back listening. All right. Yeah. Thank you, though. Indeed. No doubt. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Let's go to our next caller. We have a caller from the 713-538. Peace and welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. Greetings. Caller from the 713-538. Peace. Okay. Now we're going to go to Chusarod. Caller, I believe it's from Skype. C-H-O-A. Peace. Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. Hey, brother Everon, what's up? What's going on, brother? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, Any uh, questions, comments, or concerns? Well, the interesting thing I find interesting tonight is how much the birds are at times trying to, what they say, reinvent the wheel. I mean, my take is, um, you know, out of all things, you know, as much as you feel going to the United Nations to, you know, deal with the problem. I mean, my record side, at the end of the day, it's going to take actual force. I mean, as much time as us, we feel that we play with the paperwork. I mean, we know that this being is struggling to stay on this earth plane, what we call earth. And he's going to do whatever it takes, you know what I'm saying, to either wipe much of our people off and stay in that sense of power realm, you know. So that's what my take on it. I don't know if you want to emphasize what I just said, but, you know. Indeed. I mean, I, I understand when people speak about the use for force, you know, and I understand, but what use of force? Is it going to be a use of force that you're going to put towards tilling the soil? Is there going to be yeah, a absolutely. use of force towards the creativity? Is there going to be absolutely. a use of force towards, you know, getting up and sitting down with your brothers and forcibly making sure that we hammer something out. Like I, I, I hear a lot about people talking about force and what they want and what's inevitable. And my thing is, we're always going to use force. We've been using force. Uh, to read a book takes a lot of force. You know what I'm saying? We can't dictate or we can't prophesize what's going to come down the pipeline. Some things are inevitable. Like we're all going to have a date where we check out and reincarnate. That's inevitable, but we don't know for sure what it is that we're going to take as a, you know, if we're talking military action, that's something that you don't even talk about on blog talk. But if that's what you're referring to, that, that, that one, those acts are what get talked about during think tank sessions and sit downs. And, and, and when brothers and sisters of a right mind come together and they have to, but the concepts of why you're doing it and what you're doing it for have to be figured out. That's what the brother's trying to explain. It has to be more logic reasons behind, yeah, we're going into it from a place of emotions and we're going into it in a place of, but are we ready for that? Are we, you know, if if we necessarily put ourselves in this situation, if we necessarily created the situation of pressure and of other things that formed a new race of people out of abject conditions. But that's what you find in any 
situation where you find the creation of new things. It's always pressure. It's always all kind of chaos going on and things of that nature. My thing is, if we put, if we prepared ourselves to go through these things, when we wrote this thing in, when we wrote this source code or this script, did, did we write that we're ready to do something physical, forcefully, and things of that nature at this moment? Or are we ready to unite, to, to coalesce our power, our strength, that will cause a force in itself? And then we could conduct all kind of other kind of warfare because, remember, keep in mind that the last level of warfare is physical. All kind of things take place before the physical family. There's spiritual, mental, Absolutely. emotional, intellectual. There's three levels of chess, fam. And the, and the physical, once you once you once you see the physical play out, it's almost like a video game. It's almost automatic that you already won in the spiritual realm, or you already run in the mental realm. And then that physical thing, you already you could strategize. That's how they were able to strategize the war so easily in, in some instances because they already fought it. So I feel that our strongest military. Uh, uh, a demonstration to our people right now would be if the camera comes on and sees a room full of brothers and sisters representing the family and nation or the schools of thought sitting at a table void of ego, right? That's a huge problem. That's like the brother was talking about. That's one of the hugest roadblocks. Void of ego dealing with our 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 solutions in a, in a, in a more... Um, uh, responsible, immature manner for the thousands or millions of people that are watching because they don't deserve to see grown men, you know, who are deemed uh, 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 the modern-day intellects or the intelligentsia bickering and throwing hissy fits and going through their emotions over something uh, of an external threat. Can I say something, man, real quick? Yes, you can. I'm going to say real quick, man. All war, all physical combat is fake, man. That's all fake now. That's all fiction. Why? They dropped a nuclear bomb, man. Okay? If these people wanted to, to just, if they really, if this really was the devil, and you raised up in Africa, you just bomb your ass and it's a wrap. Just like you did Japan. All the wars they're doing is fake, and we all know that. So all this talking about you going to raise up arms and fight these people, come on, man. Just come on, man. I don't know where we get this. They got nuclear submarines floating around the ocean, man. All them guerrilla wars that's going on, we all, everybody in the world knows that shit is fake. If they really wanted to get it popping and they unified as the devils, they just point their nuclear weapons at everybody and say, shut the fuck up. Ain't nothing you do about it. Can I add on? Yeah. Don't, and don't ever, don't, I don't mean to cut you, I'll let you build in a minute. Don't fall for the whole, we lost Iraq and Afghanistan. They killed two million citizens, yes, and they decimated that biblical land. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. They, the artifacts that they wanted, and they killed yeah. off their conscious community out there, okay? That's yeah. what the kill list yeah. is. 
That's what the that's what the campaigns were taking out. Their conscious community over in the land of the Moors and all of the people of the Hebrew Israelite faith and the whole Abrahamic religions. They went and knocked off all of the heads, the top niggas. There was the intelligentsia and the conscious, and bought out the other people. So they, you know, there's work that gets put in. Let's let's not be let's not. I won't even I have a conversation that. about anything military and the, and, the, and the collective don't know shit about technology. The farthest niggas go is they smartphone. What can we talk about? They, they got everybody's DNA and they got biogenetic warfare. They could drop a bomb. They took everybody that got locked up, they got your DNA. They could come in the hood and drop a bomb, and all the niggas whose DNA from the jail will just drop dead. And everybody else could walk on by. They dealing with levels of information. You know, I'm not, and it's not fair. Don't get scary. It's not about scaring nobody. I'm just giving it out. I'm like, you're not even in the technological era. They're in another era right now. They're in a whole nother mentality. They're in a whole nother era. They're in the future, like for real, dealing with futuristic stuff. We're not. Let's be honest. We're customers. We're coming from it. Our vantage point is not one of from the top looking down. So how the hell do you think we could even justify talking about this? Not the 80s where you're just beating up white people on the train and digging pockets. You're talking about doing what? Going where? Committing what? And you can't even you can't even get Negroes to 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 show up to sit down and listen to us talk. You, they'll show up to see a debate. They'll show up to hear us arguing. If I put a if I put a a video out where I'm like, yo, I'm gonna blow this person up. I'm gonna blow them up. I'm gonna I'm gonna out them. I'm gonna expose them. The the call lines would be packed. It'd be a hundred some plus people in the fucking um in in the chat room. They love it. But you say we're going to deal with some solutions, bring your money, bring some bread. You know what I mean? We're going to deal with some solutions right now. I'm not saying that the family won't show up, but it's been done a few times and the shit was empty. That's all I'm saying. So we got to find out. We got we to gotta think about collectively what are we ready, what kind of warfare are we ready to fight? Because Japan fought a war after the bomb got dropped on them. They went back into war. They did. The Jews went into war against Germany after they get, after they came out the stoves and stuff like that. Yes, they did. Vietnam is is still, you know, Cuba and them other people. They're still at war, but what what level are you willing to, to you know, what, what do you, what, what, you know, is this covert and it's over? Can oh, I build, when, well, can I build on that real quick? Wait. The Jews is so crazy. If they see a picture of a Nazi doing something, they'll go and, and find his family. And any money and assets and sue them. We circulate pictures of white people hanging people, and we use them for emotional regret and, and anger and other emotional issues. Nobody has went in there. Well, who is this person? There's a, there's a, if yeah, he took this picture, the, then there's a high school book, and people know who he is. And I'm going to sue him. Right. I'm going to sue the family, and he's going to be pro- prosecuted posthumously. That's how the Jews get down. They went to war with you in the law, posthumously, and 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 discredited your whole shit, and got your money. Right. And we could do that. So the Jews, the Jews, we could, we could, the we Jews could be. Shit. We nah, could do that. Nah, it ain't about running. Look, man, niggas run the world too. 
let's stop it. Like we do what we 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 run. We got a level of what we run as well. Ain't nobody paying no visits to no damn elderly homes with them people who was respond. It's still people alive from Tulsa. It's still black people alive, so damn sure got to be white people to drop them bombs. It's still it's still people. The the girl that was in a picture where the brother got hung in Missouri, she was on Oprah. The, the, she was a little girl in the picture smiling when the brother was hanging with his penis missing. So what I'm saying is this. If I step on one of these niggas' sneakers or if I do a drug deal going bad in the hood, I got to run and move my family away. If somebody get jammed up and they talk, you got to move your family away. We live, we live among savages. They do savage things to each other. All I'm saying is this. We don't. There's hundreds of and, and brother who's in the Yoruba system and knows about feeding the spirits and things like that. Even if you're in the Christian faith, if you're in the Christian faith from and you study the Christian wars, if you study the Crusades or if you study the saints and the martyrs and whatnot, you know the power of you know using the deity, the ancestors to work in your favor. But 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 you gotta feed them, you gotta avenge them, the you gotta put in work, the and then and then you summon them. You don't you don't just give a nigga some candy and whatnot. All of those deities from the from those pantheons and whatnot, those are wartime deities. They put in work. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. all kind of things get Absolutely. sacrificed in their name. Let's never forget it's that. So the potential of our power the yeah, the potential the potential is very strong for us to tap into the thousands of unavenged ancestors out there. Who okay. unjustfully okay. got taken off of this plant, and they were mad, and they were killing magicians, they were killing shamans, and 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 priests and stuff like that, burning Absolutely. them and whatnot. Absolutely. So their spirits, yeah, their spirits are encapsulated with with, with the with the with the with the, the power of the ancestors. But who's working them? That's all I'm saying. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying right there too, brother. Even going back to dare ask those questions, who's working them? Are they working like they had? Um, uh, what's what's the dude Ger- Geronimo? Uh, the, the 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 Indian? Yeah, Geronimo Pratt. They got they had his Indian his, his boss because this is what this is what them crackers. Oh no, nah, Geronimo the Pratt. Crackers. Yeah, it was he was the Panther? We talking. You're talking about you know, the Geronimo, the the, the Aboriginal whose skull, yeah, that, who that, the that, bone, that. the skull and crossbones got his skull in, up up in that spot, and they do rituals with it. Absolutely, and I'm sure they do the same thing with our people because that's what they're doing now, even as it relates to what you're talking about, feeding the spirits. And if we don't know Can I share something with you? Uh-huh, absolutely. Yeah, can I share something with you? You got, let's keep in mind that I spoke about the DNA earlier, right? When you get locked up, they mm-hmm. take your blood, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, I'm, 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 I'm going to take it even further than that. I'm going to go even further. Do you know that they used to put our body parts in mason jars? Absolutely. Phallus. And do you know, yeah, and, and we're talking the deep south. We're talking the south south where they do hoodoo. Like, don't, and, and one, of the, one, of the illest, one of the illest things that they put on our people is to convince us that they don't do magic. Absolutely. Keep in mind, family, magic is like the genie bottle. They could summon an Orisha to work for them. Facts. Why they could summon an Yes. They could summon. They could summon energy. They know how to summon spirits. 
They'll do if they find out how to summon an Orisha. Why do you think you got white people all in the in the, in the system? Absolutely, absolutely. You, they even with energy the is energy. Thing. Is it? You mean in those, yeah, ain't no morality and energy. Ain't no morality. Ain't, ain't no. Ain't, there's no. The energy is colorblind, Absolutely. family. Energy don't don't Absolutely. deal with. Oh, it's, you got more melanin. No, it's a genie bottle. You rub that shit, and it shows up. Like, what can I do for you? So, they got they these like, body parts. To me, they 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 if they ever so called challenge these spirits because, from what I understand, is if they're in those groups that amongst other blacks that's teaching this science. They know for facts fact that, you know, the spirits don't work with them. By the time the Europeans are so close to us in all aspects because they want to be around us and be us like like most of us know, that they feel anything they get from us will work magic. But really it does, I'm saying, because spirits don't really connect with them, you know what I'm saying, because of disorder. That's my opinion. You know what's interesting? Can I say something right quick, Brother Pia? I just want to add on to the brother with, with, what the brother was talking about, and even as that relates to warfare, and even as it relates, I'm not sure if everybody has been um, able to see Dr. Phil Valentine's uh, hyperdimensional warfare, and as we're talking Fair. about the higher, the the upper fab, what we see going down in this ending result, as we're going to call it, the culmination, is happening because of our lacking. We getting our ass kicked mm-hmm. on a spiritual level. And even as it relates to what what Peel was talking about, don't you know the people that shrug their noses at voodoo are mainly who? Black folks. Who? Mm-hmm. That's the majority the of our blood. And as, that, and as that relates to blood, as that relates to blood, so more or less than lifting up the blood of those ancestors, they're basically diluting it and putting it down. So therefore, what them crackers do, and, and this is one that I, I'm, I'm a cable technician. And I was in a cracker house, and I'm down here in South Carolina. And I heard a cracker talking about uh, something. something uh, he was telling another cracker about uh, some type of slave collar that was for sale for $10,000. You understand? They mm-hmm. say this was the, these are the things that they keep alive for $10,000, brother. You understand? That's of how course. real that shit is to them. To say, the, okay, this captured a nigga. This held a nigga down. We gonna keep this, and I'm gonna invest in using offset again, cause offset is the sacrifice, the devotion. They're going to We don't have that in, but it, we don't have that in place for ourselves. No, we don't. No, we don't. And all I'm saying is, you know, it would behoove those of us of these day and times who understand those sacred laws to get with some of our brothers who are adamant about delivering justice to those spirits or those ancestors who they, you know, um, did an injustice to. There's rewards in that spiritually. You you understand what I'm saying? There's power in that spiritually. You know, everybody, see, we, we live in a society where they've created a reward system monetarily wise and people will only do things for a buck. They do something strange for a piece of change. They only think that rewards come in the form of fiat. And going back to what Buddha Prince was saying about, we always have to put into context when we do in our studies of history, the, 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 what, was the, what was the mind state of that time? What was the state of 
that place during that time. Keep um, key mm-hmm. point. You're in South Carolina, the mind state of South Carol of Carolinians of the '70s or the '80s were not the same of the ones right now, and we're only talking a 30 year span. Mm-hmm. The, the mind state of New York was not what it is right now. The, the mind state of New York in the '80s was like oranges compared to apple mind state right now. You know what I mean? Even the way of life. So, you know, we just got to keep that in mind. But at the end of the day, if there's people who, if there's ancestors of us who are still living, who need avenging from this warrior class, from this new generation, this digital generation, you could take a picture and put it in the Google, and it will tell you who that person is on Facebook. It's digital. It's face recognition. I be taking pictures, uploading them. I'm like, how the hell do they know her or him? They be tagging everybody automatically. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... How is it that these people torture our people all in the South and people don't think that the South is cursed against black people because of the fact that there's no justice in the South or the North and in other places? You can't you can't comfortably rest. Why do you think those tornadoes ripped through them plains with the, with the Aboriginal Indians or the um, Trail of Tears and all of that? Why if hurricanes come from that same route in West Africa that the slave ships came through? That's the spirits. So all I'm saying is we have to, and this is what takes place at warrior conferences. You know, if you could make it out to um, the one in Tampa, I would encourage you to do such. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, there are brothers out there that's dealing with that real real warrior life. You know, not, you know. Not the YouTube life. You know what I'm saying? They're dealing with some real warrior tactics, Mm -hmm. but because of the severity of the information, it's not a Broadway thing. It's not a, you know, I'm I'm putting it all on the network trying to prove a point. But um, the show is coming to an end, family. Time is ticking down. We've got 90 seconds left. And um, as we all know, it's kind of late. So we're going to call it a night, and we'll be back Tuesday. I apologize for the um, the mishap with the guests tonight. You know what I'm saying? We did start very late. But uh, we'll have them come on and talk about their event so we could further this conversation about love because that's another powerful thing that I want to have a conversation with the family about, especially you, God, you know what I'm saying, about, you know, the power that even even when you're talking military, even when you're talking how to arm ourselves, what we underestimate when it comes to love. Well, love is you know, lost. It's, love is hate. But we we have not gotten huh? to we have not gotten to understand of what is love and what is divine love and what is divine hate. This is the question. And I that feel that we have yes. And I feel that we we're all starting on this journey. Like I'm not super deep into this conscious journey. This is a lifelong journey. I, I think that I I feel that I'll die while still on the journey. But as a people, we have a while to go before we completely um, internalize that concept of this love thing because of what we went through. But once we, when we get it, like, look what our peoples went through. They had a love revolution in the late 60s, 70s. Just go and look at the pictures, listen to the music, and watch the movies and see what came out of those people. And that was that was the biggest threat. That was That's, that's why shit got kicked into uh, nightmare mode, to stop that. 
you know what I mean, heroin and crack and all of that and all of the guns and all of this gang culture, all of that shit got, got introduced and pushed because that love culture of the 70s was doing some damaging work. They was they was ter- they was changing this thing up, but um we're, we're gonna build on it. I'm gonna let the, the uh, my mother come on the show, KT, Inky, and we'll further. You know we got some information that we want to share that we dug up, but uh, that'll be on Tuesday, and um you know we'll, we'll we'll let the family know about everything else after that. All right. Absolutely. I love that man. Enjoy our weekends. I love you too, man. Enjoy your weekends. You know, I'm I'm gonna rewind the show and listen to what Buddha was saying because he was definitely going in. You know what I mean? I, I, the brother had some very um, interesting points that he made, and uh, you know, we just gonna keep building. I encourage if if you if you heard something that you like tonight or it, it's it, it sparks your intellect or it speaks to you, you know. Go and do the further research. Go on YouTube like the brother's doing by studying the Phil Valentine videos. <laughs> Study the master teachers. Read, you know, go online and go on Google and find the books that are being written about these subjects and just take this information personally to a further level. So when it's your time to come to the table and present your information or your, you know, the way that you see it or what you gathered, because the conversation, we all need the information. It's coming from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? There's no one source. So that's all I got to say. You know what I mean? And uh, we'll see y'all on Tuesday and be safe out there. You know what I mean? And be productive. Absolutely. All right? No doubt. Peace and love. Peace. Hotel. All right. Peace.